All right, welcome to Kilgallen's Pub. This is the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallen, like to sit back, have some drinks with people, and recreate that bar conversation we all know and love. Uh, if you're checking it out for the very first time, maybe you've seen us on Facebook because we are live on Facebook. Uh, this is we recorded it live out of Chicago, Illinois. And I have different comedian guests on, and some people who aren't, and we drink, and sometimes we don't, but we always uh, we always try to have a good time with it. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Kilgallen's Pub, on Instagram at Kilgallen's Pub, follow me at Joe Kilgallen on all the platforms. This is gonna be a fun one today. I don't have any sound in my headphones though, James. So if you could fix that, that'd I be can great. Turn you up, yeah. Could you turn me up, yeah, yeah. I can't hear myself. Thanks, man. I've got a returning guest, a returning champion, the one, the only Chelsea Hood. What's up, Chelsea? It's me. Oh, I'm, it's uh, good to be back. I've never called you Chels before. What do you think of Chels? Uh, that's what my family calls me. Okay, so that didn't so bother you. That's the second time a podcast recording type of banter that we would have. Yes, right? You know what I mean? Like, we we went so deep into it in the pub the first time, but now you're like, it's, I'm going to call you established. Chels. And I'm like, yeah, that's actually a pretty clean call because that's, um, that's who I am. You are a Chels. You, you come off as a Chels, but you never know with some people. You ever have it where you're like... Hey, what's up there, Kel? And they're like, um, my name's Kelly. Please don't call me yeah, please Kel. Don't. <laughs> I got a bad nickname. What's your nickname? Chud. Ch- oh, because Chelsea Hood. Chud. Mm-hmm. Chud definitely sounds my, like something next yeah, to the taint. It's Chode. It's for sure Chode. Chode yeah. And uh, that was my high school login. Was Chud? For all of the yeah, all the computer stuff was Chud. And that did not. Uh, <laughs> oh, because met the, high school the, kids. Yeah, the they administration don't call you gave Chode. it to you because C Hood. Yeah, Chode. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Chud's pretty. So my best friend calls me Chuddy. Chud sounds worse than Chode. It's almost yeah. It's like a. It's like it's. It's like a. Like Women a, don't really have a Chode. It's like a Chode. Well, I do. Am well, I not supposed to? No, what I am mean I doing like with this thing? not as much. I mean, there's a little. Obviously, there's some space. <laughs> Duh. But um, really you know. limited space. How much space is there supposed to be? I'm I don't know. I know like that. A, I, I think I, like an inch. Way more in than one point five. Is that about right? Is that gonna be like a new female beauty standards thing? You know, for a while it's like her thighs don't Excuse touch. Me? Fuck How her. How far is her pussy hole from her ass? Yeah. Is that pretty opening material? We I just think so. Walk in right into it. Well, yeah, definitely. That's that's how I do it when I run into friends at a bar. I haven't seen them in a while. I wanted to ask you this. I actually wanted two female guests on this week because I've never had two women together on the podcast, specifically mm. the podcast, because Chelsea's oh. a four-year-old who made fun of me earlier for saying <laughs> I've never had two women a, before. Jill's never had a threesome. I never have had a threesome, actually. <laughs> and a uh, Don't need to okay. psh, make me feel bad about that either. And what was... Uh, last wow. week I had Nate wow. Burroughs. I had comics Nate Burroughs and Ed Towns on the podcast. Love very both fun of them. one. Everyone go back and check it out if you have not already. And we were you know, running the gamut, going back and forth on different stuff. We started about talking about trash talk in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And Nate Burroughs brought up Kevin Garnett, who was super famous for trash talk. He once said to Carmelo Anthony, your wife's pussy tastes like Honey Nut Cheerios. Because I guess she'd gotten around before they settled down. And I remember during that last week's podcast saying, damn, I wish you two were women. Because I would love to ask the question, if you were a woman and your vagina could taste like any cereal... What cereal would you want your vagina to taste oh, like? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. It's a fun one, right? Yo, this is a good one. Uh, I'm not offended at all. If you I'd say actually... something like total, I'm going to ask you to leave because that'd be, come on. No. It's got to be a fun I mean... one. Can't be something healthy. Total Some grapefruit and nut and something. What? Yeah, total's good. Total is good for you, but it's not a good tasting cereal. Yeah. No, you no, got I mean, it. Like, if you're going to be healthy at all, it'd be like Cinnamon Life, you know? Sure, yeah, Cinnamon uh, would be, oh, like, I mean, like you'd be very happy yo, if you yeah, came Cinnamon down Life, cinnamon. I'd be like, don't come up for air for a while. Um I'm trying to think, like, but also, like, like, whoops, all berries, Captain Crunch, you know? Like, yeah, like, Nate Burrow said something. Uh, he made, like, a reference, like, like Crunch Berry Pussy or yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, like, I think something, like, a little, also, as a redhead, I got to go 
what do we got? Like a special case strawberry edition? Oh, like I thought you were going to say something stay... like Lucky Charms or something like that. Oh, no. It's too stereotypical. Those marshmallows are too chalky. You know what I mean? Like, that's a bad I'm not a rap. marshmallow in my cereals fan. No. Who is? Also, I'd be cool with, like, going down on some tricks. What's wrong with marshmallows? Tricks would be fun. Cocoa Krispies, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yo, yeah, I mean, that doesn't feel... I feel like I'm gentrifying something if I try to go cocoa anything. Oh. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know how... I'm like, I already have moved to Brooklyn. I feel bad enough about that. I think <laughs> I'll just... I'll stay in the white cereal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't realize Cocoa Krispies... Was, I, didn't know there, I didn't know there was, like, racial lines between cereal. Is uh, there... Is there some cereal where, if, like, you saw me walk out? I just said something that would have gotten me from ever hosting the ask. Oh, there you go. <laughs> if there was, if I was walking out of a grocery store with a certain brand of cereal as a white guy, would you be like, "Nah, man, that's not that's not for you"? I don't think so, right? I thought cereal's for everybody. No, but I do find that you like get more respect if uh, you're dating a black dude and he finds out your cereal's in a large bag. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, okay, you're not from shit." Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I got you. All right. Like we can hang. What about I've had to do that for cereal before? Go brandless mm. and stuff like that, but you have to think of the big bag cereal where it's just like this big floppy. Ooh, what about smacks? Smacks. You know what cereal would be weird if I saw like Hispanic people eating Apple Jacks, I'd be like, that doesn't seem right. Not that they can't, <laughs> but they just wouldn't. Only because growing up, those Apple Jacks commercials yeah. never had anyone but the nerdiest suburban white kids in them. Well, I don't think any commercials had anyone but suburban white kids back in yeah. like when we that's, were watching yeah, cereal commercials. All of, all of them. Because yeah. I haven't seen a cereal commercial in forever. But I remember when I think cereal commercials, we I think like Saturday black morning cartoons. Have TV shows like we white people just have been started oh, because two two seven wasn't around in the seventies. Good times. Sanford and Son. The, the Jeffersons. These were all great family TV matters in the seventies. Family matters was nineties. Started in eighty nine. Eighties, yeah, yeah. Eighties to nineties. Yeah. As the entertainment industry gave black men, I think women, they have too much but... now. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> Joking. How'd that following drop off? Negative no, negative listeners. Oh my god. I had Ed Towns on last week, everybody. What more do you want? Ed Towns. <laughs> it's clearly a joke. Come on. I miss joking like that. Nolan says the flag's yeah. the wrong way around. No, it's not. It's, it's not. green, white, and orange. It's yeah, no. mirrored to you, stupid. He's fucking trolling. Is he trolling? All right. Trolling well, Nolan, baby. Tip of the hat then, Noli. Yeah. I, I don't you miss that kind of joking around? See, growing up in a city where, where oh. there were people from all different walks of life, being able to say that stuff. I still feel like if I'm with my, my Italian or Polish friends and I call them Polak or Dago in public, I don't think I'm getting a look from anybody. But it used to be you could mess with everybody. Like I, My grade school is like 40% Hispanic, and we gave each other shit all the time, and it was all in good-natured fun, and I feel like that's gone away. You know? I think, I mean, yeah, I grew up with an immigrant dad, and like, yeah, and everybody's like, oh, he was an immigrant, he spoke English. I'm like, yeah, no, but the immigrant portion where he was like not legally allowed to work in this country and left his entire family. I mean, you're still technically like, an immigrant. still checks out, <laughs> right, yeah. But he would say things about people, like about like racial groups in England, and I was like, whoa, wow, 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 wow. I, I, well, it depends how you but say that, it. There's got to be context but Yeah, but he's like, that's just how it, yeah, he's like, that's just always how it's been. Like, we just say this and that, and like... I came from that like very like blue collar family that was like, yeah, so totally. You just call like you see it, and then now I mean that was hard for me. I think like taking that kind of like blue collar like lifestyle, and then moving to Brooklyn, and just being like, oh, I have so much privilege. Which is <laughs> weird because Brooklyn used to be like that area too, where Brooklyn was super diverse and everyone like had their own little pocket of the city. Which don't get me wrong, I think when things are mixed together, you get a little bit. Um, get more flavor it's a little bit better i don't know and uh, i think so yeah it's but i definitely think those like big cities be notorious for colin quinn 
You ever see this, James? Colin Quinn had um, a special. I think it's still on Netflix. Everyone, maybe check it out. I, I watched it once. That was amazing. Called like New York, his New York story or a New York story. I have or seen something that, like that, but I, I mean, like ten years ago. It's brilliant. Like he does one joke where because he talked about each part of New York and this ethnicity lived here, this 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 group lived here, blah blah blah. This religion was here and all yeah, that. Like, oh, the Greeks are in Queens, and da, 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 da. it was yeah. so funny. He talked about this one about like going through like um like how people would talk about. They would give directions in a way that nobody would give directions like this anymore. You'd say to someone, oh, I need to find this. And they'd be like, all right, here's what you do. You go down the street. You'll take a right at that Puerto Rican building. And then you go down here. And then you go, and then mm-hmm. someone's like, whoa, 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 how do you know it's a Puerto Rican building? He's like, <laughs> oh, no, well, they, they said, well, no, they said, what's a Puerto Rican building? It's like, oh, a bunch of Puerto Ricans will be hanging out in front of it. The, yeah, there's going to be a woman sitting on top of a boombox yeah. on the stoop. That's a Puerto Rican building. I know because I and call the 311 like, on her all the time. <laughs> it's like, do Puerto Ricans always hang outside the building? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, there's Puerto yeah, Ricans. Guess what? They're probably in Looney Tunes pajama pants. <laughs> yeah. I think he said, trust me, they're Puerto Rican. They'll be outside the building. There's a dude. Uh, I lived down the street from a drug dealer in Brooklyn. And I know he was a drug dealer because he was always waxing his Audi in Looney Tunes pajama pants. <laughs> I was like, that dude sounds fun. I like And him. I was like, homie, like, you don't work. You're never at work. All day on a Tuesday, you're just out here waxing an Audi. Like, what is your life? life? And then, uh, yeah, and then I saw like a beat down go down. But I knew, I knew way before that like that was the the porch to steal steer clear of. Like that stoop was active. Also, if you own a car and that in whatever neighborhood you lived in, I was in Bushwick. Bushwick. People don't typically own cars in that neighborhood, well, Bushwick's, right? Well, Bushwick's New Williamsburg, Bushwick's money now, but it wasn't when I moved there. I moved into Bed-Stuy, and then I moved to Bed-Stuy like right after, or right before the Eric Garner uh, like chokeout happened oh, in yeah. Staten Island, and then I was home for Christmas, and my parents saw my apartment that happened on in Staten CNN. Island? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, I thought it was in Brooklyn. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong. I think it was Staten Island. No, you could be right. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, Sucked either way. Either, yeah, either way, it was a, a bad deal. We gotta stop. Uh, we gotta stop the police from killing people, um, which is pretty huge. But the my parents saw my apartment on CNN, and they were like, "Is that your apartment on the news with cops and riot gear?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah." Like, well, you need to move. So <laughs> I, I was would like, be like, right, "No, fine, what's what are the odds of it happening again?" I know. I was like, "Well, I'll move to Bushwick, I guess." That's how I view crime, unless you're in an area that's obviously. You know, there's some parts of Chicago that are like war zones, unfortunately. Mm. But uh, like freak occurrences and stuff like that. Like I would have flown the day after 9-11. That would have been the day I wanted to get on a plane. Because yeah. it's not going to happen two days in a row. What, you know, what were the odds? That's how I, I would do, have viewed it. I don't hate that. Uh, I don't hate that like approach. I don't think that's a bad approach. Sure, I think, right? Yeah. I mean, specifically with like large... <laughs> like yeah, a, I mean, obviously, like a you, large tragedy. You, it's one sure. of those, uh, you know, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame <laughs> on you, type of thing. Or fool me, you know, the other way around. I, people, people you always that, fuck that you up. Say, like fly the day after nine eleven, like dating a hairstylist. <laughs> like if I, you, no, 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 I already know. I know how this works out. <laughs> well, if you were, if you were flying the day after nine eleven, which obviously they're all grounded, but if you were on a plane, say they weren't, and you're like, this is the best day to fly. This is great. That nobody wanted to fly. A bunch of pussies. What are the odds? And then happen again. You're like, damn. What would I just was meant to die today. Yeah, like, like a I, final destination situation. I fucked up. I fucked up. Yeah. And so anyway, um, so what, you didn't really settle on a cereal. You just gave me flavors. Mm. I want a specific brand. Man. I want one with I a mean, cartoon. Okay. That doesn't have to be that way. I mean, tricks. Oh, God, tricks. no. They're for kids. Oh, damn. <laughs> you can't do that. You're right. Uh 
What's a good one to have then? Um, you know what one I, I always like thought Smacks. was. All right, Smacks is pretty. But what's, like sex, what's Smacks' sweet. slogan? Smacks has the frog on it. Yeah, wackadoo frog. You really want a frog associated with your. Uh, have you seen the tongue on a frog? It's pretty good, actually. It's actually it's subliminal. Pretty, pretty killer it move. Makes you think I gotta. Yeah. So if you're good to, underwater. <laughs> okay, that brings me to my next question, Chelsea. <laughs> if you were to have any animal go down on you, which one would it be? Oh, I can't believe this is. Gotta be a the frog, man, of, because they pick mm-hmm. little things. Think about it, they get a fly in midair. A frog could get a fly in midair with its tongue. It's going to get your clit, no problem. From like eight feet Can out, Can I be honest? Too. I want a little more suction. Well, I don't know. We got like a, the tongue from three feet anyone, out. Anyone, if you've ever had a frog go down on you, hit us up. <laughs> we need to find out. Because See, I'm, getting real, like, I'm getting real pervy on this one, well, I feel Yeah, like. but that's great. I'm a perv. Um, the tongue from that many feet out, it's like there's no intimacy. You're right. You kind of want to feel the mouth around... Yeah, right. it's like if you're just shooting your tongue out from four feet out. I just imagine a guy like, with a frog tongue playing yeah. an Xbox and being like, well, hold on. Yeah, I'm just over there like, baby, come back. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like that gets a little fucked up. Um, oof. Uh, See, you can't ask this question to a man. You can't ask a man what animal would you want to go down on you because there's too much teeth involved. What the Fuck oh. did I walk into? Yeah, you left the room and it got real. God. By the way, Chad McDaniel is Lucky Charms all the way, baby. He'd want to go down some Lucky Charms. Yeah. Yeah. Some Lucky, some lucky Vag. With that ass fake marshmallow that needs, uh, you better be good at it because it needs a lot of lubrication to make those marshmallows marshmallows, baby. <laughs> uh, I Yeah, I think a, fr- a frog is like too, yeah, there's too much distance. They can really shoot it out. And yeah, make gotta be a little bit closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think what animal with a tongue well you know uh, dog is man's best friend woman's no, too absolutely God. not i like dogs too i respect dogs too much <laughs> really <laughs> yeah that's just it's pretty telling of how i feel about men i know <laughs> i'm sure any guy you meet you're just like get the fuck down there um i think i'm trying to think as a man what animal would be like first of all this is very gross now that i'm thinking about because now i'm visualizing at I first know, it was you doing the visualization still, it's still pretty now, funny. It's now it's gross <laughs> i think dolphins are a sexy animal like no, i used to joke about people. spooning spooning well a dolphin will put not all of them will not all of them sure, do 100%. what if i got a female dolphin would you just like would you just put it on my face she'll rub on I, you don't and that kind of no but want. tell me there's not a Spoon. better uh mammal to spoon than a dolphin because they're curved like ooh, you could just hug up around them i spent the weekend you know? with a boxer it was pretty good a boxer my dog's Dog. a boxer lab oh yeah i didn't I know if you meant like a I man boxer. boxer no because we no. will talk about your relationship Psst, in a little bit <laughs> oh james left when we were talking about how you used to be able to like bust chops with uh people and i still think in your friend group you can but like mm-hmm. if you say it publicly people immediately think the worst of you that's what i was getting at last week how we're all too quick to think the worst in people and i just wish we didn't do that right yeah. You know, you overhear I, someone say something, you don't know the because, context. But it's unfortunate because if you look at our commander in chief and you look at a couple of other people. But why? Why are we looking at him still? Uh, we're not, but yeah. unfortunately, he is still running the country. I know, but people uh, got to stop being so obsessed. People are obsessed. I'm not. I stopped. I turned CNN off on my phone the day. Good, we got you should have. Everyone's still. I, it's amazing to me I was the like, people this I know. Is like, be a cartoon. At this point, it's going to be. It's pe- going to be a farce. People like, don't realize that they're they're addicted to him. They don't. They're, people oh, do not people realize. Are, people are addicted to the news. And they'll say, I hate him. They go, it's no, yeah, him, you, you're addicted news. to the hate People are addicted to the news. Because, first of all, they don't have but any original thought. It too. But like they don't have original thought. Most news. people don't have any fucking original thought. It's headlines. People, oh, people yeah. are still the shocked headlines. by his... St- can you believe what he tweeted today? The no, I, yes, I can. The cycle is super toxic. I've unfollowed every single source of news on all social media. I did a long time ago. It's toxic. happier. Yeah, I feel great. People are like... 
Well, because here's the thing, right? Like, people are like, what do you mean you don't follow the news? I'm like, let me guess. Yeah. Ready? And then you're pretty yeah. dead Let on. me guess. Uh, he's still a fucking racist monster. <laughs> and we've done nothing to solve the fact that people are, like, homeless, hungry, and need health insurance. Did I get it? I mean, Did I nail it? Yeah. Are yeah, we still much. treating people of color like shit? Okay. Well, then, when that starts to get better, I will launch myself into a new cycle until then i will donate to organizations that i think make a difference there's a news re- new report saying asians get treated very well though so we did make progress there we'll see but i mean wow. sure crazy rich asians was a huge movie um i also think like do like yes you can follow the news cycle but more importantly why are you not volunteering your time and donating your resources in your own community and making an impact locally. <sighs> Who really wants to meet their neighbors, though? Doesn't that sound awful? My neighbors to, are cool. They have to know your neighbors. Oh, I bake cookies for my landlord. I'm good friends with people who are two doors down. And the guys, I mean, they're fine. But, like, the idea of every now and then people are like, dude, you should, every community needs to get together. I'm like, look, I think everyone needs to be polite to each other. But I don't want to have to say hi to everyone. But that's how you solve I'm the problem, out. Joe. How see, is I that? Nice I do that. People. I mean, I, like, specifically no, be nice shop to people. I give, I give them head nods Nice to people in your immediate area. But you I am. Can, I like, say what's up to the guy on my block. Are you a gentrifier? No. See, I am. I mean, I live in Logan Square as a white girl, so I try been, to. Is it still considered gentrification? Because I never got gentrified. Like, it's been ten years now. Yeah, it's over. It's, it's, it's over. You're nah, not even you part of it. You should still support. You should still support Latino-owned businesses. But the, I, oh, sure. sure. But are there any Latinos left in Logan Square? That gentrification process started like ten to twelve years ago, and you're at the end of it. I still have a lot of Latino neighbors. You do? Cool. Yeah. Well, what part of Logan Square are you in? Oh, uh, like. Not going to give my address. Well, out of on course a not. That's stupid. Don't even um, give the streets. It doesn't matter. But doesn't yeah, matter. yeah, no. People but like, listening across the country don't Avondale. give a shit anyway about almost the specific Avondale. neighborhood. But yeah, I mean, well, you should shop locally, no matter where you live. Of course, correct. I get that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I just, just think, laugh I think about the obsessed with like the global impact of what's happening in like our current leadership situation, and it makes no sense to me because it's not real. <clears throat> he's not. I mean, he's like a real person. He's like making laws, but like in the same way that. Tides change. Well, he's not really making laws. It's, yeah, I mean, he's, he's saying stupid shit, and it, and, and it, it, like it affect tides is a good word. It like it'll affect things. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing about the president being such like a mouthpiece uh, for the country, and why it is important that the president, Democrat or Republican, knows how to speak and knows how to communicate because yeah. communication is like the biggest part of that job. Yeah. So if you're running your mouth saying stupid shit here or there, or telling people global warming isn't real, or saying the stock market's fine when things are, and the, the president could swing the markets. Oh, and, he, ha- and, he has. He has. Yeah. Is, I don't, like I don't, immediately when he got into office, he started talking about. Hey, stock we are market. not talking about him. Yeah. We just but the stock market has done. The stock market's been going fine for like the last nine years now. Really, yeah. the stock market's overrated when it comes to terms of affecting the economy sort as a whole. Beer anyway. graveyard. Yeah, for sure, right. Yeah. We're drinking old style beer, everyone, which is the cheap beer it's here the in beer Chicago. Of Chicago, Illinois. Yes. Cheers. Cheers to that. Thanks for having me at the pub. Thanks for coming back, Chelsea. Thanks for having me on your album recording last week. Yes, we can talk about that. Let's everyone, talk about that. I, I got to give a big thanks to everyone who bought tickets. Uh, we sold out both shows. I was very pumped about that this past Saturday at Timothy Tools. So thanks to the venue itself, Timothy Tools. Thanks to my comedians, you should know, uh, brothers and sister. Uh, you know, Danny Callis, Blake Burkhart, Allison Dunn, Jonah Jerkins, Marty DeRosa for hosting the hell out of both shows. Chelsea Hood Yo, and Pat Tomasulo Marty for doing the early show. Marty was such a great show. host oh, for yeah, that he's, room. He's so good at being uh, dislikable enough to keep everybody in line. Yes, right? I remember yeah. he had to settle down this group of people oh. talking. It was uh, like three or four women and 
two gay guys, I believe. A group Not surprising, six. it was four blonde women. Yes, four As blonde women. As a redhead, two I'm gay allowed men. to hate blonde women. That's fine, but it gets weir- it gets weirder. You're allowed to. Everyone's allowed to hate anyone you want. It's America, baby, hate whoever uh, you decide <laughs> to hate. Our leader, uh, JK. Can, JK. Sure, you could love him. You could hate him. You could do whatever you want. And what I. What are you laughing about, James? Nothing. No, I'm trying to get I can't wait to clip you saying, it's America, you can hate whoever you want. You can, why not? (laughs) No, I I definitely, you can. You can. You're allowed to legally hate people. You're allowed to legally hate people. (laughs) Is there something wrong with that statement? No, there's nothing technically wrong with that statement. Joe's so worried about being public enemy number one. No, because I say (laughs) stuff and you two react like fucking, like the biggest left-wing liberals I've ever called. Oh my God, you said this. Like, I'm about to get fired. You guys want to get out of the shot, like that Jimmy the Greek situation, (laughs) where I'm like, I made one harmless joke earlier. That was so tongue in cheek. It was ridiculous. And then I talked about how you're allowed to hate everybody. And I feel like you guys are like, well, Joe, we I, don't believe that in New yo, America. My headphones shit. are still on. I'm I know, but to... you guys with your fucking dumb little smirks, the both of you. Um, by the way, why is it when I say something like that, the fact that you guys are silent afterwards and don't laugh a little bit makes me feel like, ooh, that was too mean, Joe. Oh, the dumb little smirk? Was dumb oh, little smirk that mean? Work. No, you're going to have to work way harder than All right, to good. I'm just me. making sure. <laughs> Well, I'm not trying it. I don't want to offend you. You're my You've friend. You've already beat me down so much. We're talking about these pieces of shit. What about these pieces of shit? What if I ever say anything bad to you? Uh, they talked through the whole thing. Yes, half fuck of these people. Show. No, you were talking. Marty did an amazing job, but it was funny to me because Marty did address them before you came on. He's like, hey, yeah. it's a recording. You guys, you got to shut up. But, shut it up. And he was trying yeah, to, like, you know, and you're right. He handled that in a way in which he still had enough authority for people to be like, all right, we should listen. He does have that. But, he, but like you were saying, but still made it, like, likable, mm-hmm. right? Where I, I remember he came up to me afterwards, like giving me a look, like, well, that's the best I could. I'm like, no, dude, that was perfect. You handled it that was great. Perfect. Yeah. I go, if it were me, it would have been way worse. And he laughed. <laughs> I'm like, I, I can't hold the line. He held the line. You yeah. know, the line of between getting your point well, across, she was bitching but him out also after the not show. being hated. I know. This is where I'm going to go to this. So, James, I'm sure you heard this. Yeah, I heard this. This story. woman came up to Marty, and I think the f- quote was, um, what kind of man are you? Or you're the worst person yeah. I've ever seen. Right after she said that. So I was leaving. So you heard the phrase? As this happened. No, no, no. Okay. So we're leaving. Uh, I'm leaving. Uh, and <laughs> Marty is talking to her. And she goes, you're like not even a man or something. And I look at her and I go, you know what's funny? You were fucking terrible. I go, you were the worst part of my night. And she's like, well, actually, I liked you. You and said I go, that to her? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. Because I, I, like, I was Fuck like, yeah, I, was yeah, like, dude. Yeah, she, I love it. I could tell that she liked me. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> this isn't like solidarity, bitches. This is like, you're a train wreck. <laughs> and I want to acknowledge it. You're 40 with your tits out. Oh, and we're come talk on. About it. I didn't know any of them. Hell so yeah. when they were talking during Pat Tomasulo's set, I said to Danny, I go, kick him out. I don't know who the hell these yeah. people are. I don't know what's going off my back. I'd rather those seats be empty than have people talking. Right. Right? It's a liability. They were also right next to the left crowd mic. Yeah, so I like figured. So if, if they had talked, which they did not talk, thank God. Well, Marty shut him down perfect. Yeah, yes, Marty's a fucking pro, dude. Marty's the best. They didn't talk, but they also didn't laugh He's a pro, either, but then you know fine. what sucks? Fine. That's bad. I'd rather than be quiet. I'd rather than lose their mouths. Was it, that was like, he, he had to be the bad guy, right? And then I watched her like shitting on him, and I was like, he doesn't deserve this. He handled it so beautifully. Yeah. Well, they don't respect what you guys. What do. he's doing, right? Was well, so he like, just like this? Okay. Yeah. Okay. He was yeah. like, "Well, I just hope you have a really nice night." And did, she, like, did she? Say, oh, nice. Did she say? Nice. That's the I'm going to talk to your manager. Yes. No, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was just like, I just like said. She her, did say like, that. What's funny is that you're actually the worst, and she's like, yeah. "Well, I really liked you," and I was like, "I don't care. I don't like you." 
that's fucking that's and she's so like but weird. i thought you were one of the good ones and i was like yeah but you're a shitty audience member <laughs> they were such shit how do you go to a fucking comedy show and especially in the beginning and it says it on the ticket so when they when they bought because they bought online you know i think everyone bought online this yeah the show sold out before so that they woman had doesn't to. know how to read so you buy a ticket online in which the ticket is called joe kilgallen album recording on the ticket. Mm-hmm. What do you, first of all, you know, you should have Googled me to see if you liked who you're going to see. Correct. Just buy a ticket to see me. Like, you should, you know, my name's on the thing. It wasn't yeah. like a random Wednesday show that we do at Comedians You Should Know, yeah. which aren't random every Wednesday, but you know what I mean? Like a random line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's what I meant to say. Yeah, different, random different, draw. Yes, exactly. Di- different comedians every week. It's showcase style. So, and on top of that, when you get called out, these are the same people that when you shush them, they go shh even louder back. You ever do that to someone? You go, mm. you go shh. And then they go, shh, and then they stretch it out, and you're like, you were a piece of shit. Or if you're driving, and they're like, they fell asleep at a green light. And you honk, they fucking flip you off. Well, not even more. The the flipping off is second to what the worst thing people do in this situation. Say the light turns green. They're not paying attention on their phone. They're sleeping a little bit. You give them the the gentle beep. The beep, right? The little beep. They sit there to prove a point. They do that, but then they even go even slower. They kind of give you that. You can see them looking up the rear, and they go, really going to beep at me? I'm going fucking slower now. It's like, no, you're a dick. Admit, this is what the horn was put in for, to wake you up. Acknowledge it. Be like, shit, my bad, and keep going. Yeah, I do a little, whoop, sorry, babe. Yeah, I do all my yeah. fault, and then I drive little, faster because I don't want to be that guy. A little fucking wave ski. I try to make it's up honestly, for it by beating him to the next light. Dude, I had a guy last week driving from Hyde Park, uh, south side of Chicago, folks, uh, listening in Ireland. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I get driving from the south side of Chicago to the north side, and there's like one of those flat front Isuzu trucks behind me. You know what I'm talking about? Where there's like the windshield is the same. Yeah. Like you, I don't know where this. Someone, I don't know where the engine stored, but yeah, yeah. yeah, it's wild. So I had to merge. I know my turn signal's out. Okay, I left it at the shop on Saturday. I'm not an <laughs> asshole, right? But it was not intact. So I just did a little over the shoulder point point. I'm coming in. He lays on his horn and then throws his brights on and then rides my ass for like three miles. Oh, that's when I just threw, and I, was threw, like, I shoved it in park oh, at that yeah. point. Dude, I slammed on my brakes. He almost hit me and then he's like real pissed. And then he eventually goes around me, cuts me off, slams on his brakes. Homie is in a rental truck. I was like, oh, that's cute. If you think my white lady ass didn't pull a similar move to what Marty, <laughs> what Marty had to deal with, yeah. I just was like... Hey, this person's renting your truck and they're driving like a maniac. Yeah. And I was like, I will fully acknowledge my turn signal was not working, but like, still, no, right? But still, like it's like that kind of behavior where people like and what she was doing. It's like the double down on being an asshole. Dude, that's that's, that's the biggest problem. People just people, don't want to be wrong. They can't own up to it. You know, they can't. Uh, yeah, they don't want to be wrong. Um, they feel embarrassed instead of just saying my mistake or whatever. Yeah. That's something I think they need to be taught at like. Such a young level. If you're a teacher out there, you got to get that through people's heads early on. There's That's nothing, a parenting thing. It's both. It's both, Is right? It? Here's the thing, though. I, 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 there, I know a lot of shitty parents. And yeah, there's bad yep. teachers, too. Yep. But I feel like that's something that both could do. Teachers, I feel like... Look, there's some skills... No one's ever going to... Calculus is stupid. Right? Most, most math you're oh, teaching the yeah. kid, they're never going to use again anyway. I refuse to take my chemistry final. I heard they're not even teaching cursive anymore because it's like, what's the point? No, no I put no my name writing. on my chemistry yeah. final. I slid it across the table. I was like, I did exactly enough work to get a D in this class. I will not take this test. And then I went and threw a pot in the pottery studio. Nice. That sounds- Fuck you. I, I know. Like- I know who I am. I'm not doing math stuff. 
It's Hate dumb. To bring it to you. But we can teach these kids how to be better human beings that affect society. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with making a mistake. It does not mean you're a bad person. What makes you a bad person is how you react to that fuck up. Yeah. You know, you always say like if that's that's a big thing in life. If you if you get caught doing something stupid, it's how you respond to that. Now, obviously, if you killed someone, get the fuck out of Dodge. Try to run as much as you can. <laughs> yeah. Don't own up to that. Are you insane? What, do yeah. you want to go to jail the rest of your life? Boat. Move. <laughs> Fucking start swimming south. But if you do something real minor, like, you know, oh, you ate the last piece of cake. You didn't know someone was saving for someone else. Just be like, I'm so sorry. Don't be like, well, you should have fucking labeled the cake better. How am I supposed to know? Yeah, I think I could eat all the cake. It's reactionary shit where yeah, people feel don't stupid. Be that I don't It's such a weird thing, though, isn't it? Like people feel stupid and then they react even more poorly and it compounds itself. Do you think social media and the way that we respond to each other instantly and totally just like emotionless, well, not emotionless, but like facelessly. Faceless, yes. Yeah, there's an ambiguity aspect. Louis C.K., who, you know, take away all of his shit, he was on... Minus the coming in front of people for pleasure. Who don't want to be coming in front of for pleasure. Correct. Uh, That's the key part of that. Uh, (laughs) Because otherwise that doesn't sound so bad. You gotta gotta leave... You gotta I'm keep like, the consent kinda, part into what it. Do you, what your pussy taste like? What he was on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was on um, Conan years ago, and talking about how all of his daughter's friends, his daughter I think was like ten or eleventh time or I don't know nine even, were getting cell phones, mm. and he was like, I was like refusing that. And it's terrifying. Everyone's to me. like, well, all the other kids. He's like, well, just because all the other kids have shit parents doesn't mean I have to too. I don't, you know. And his whole thing was that when you're a kid, you're building empathy. Yep. And, and not that everything he says was correct, but he, I think he, was, he, had, he really had something with this. Great comic. Yeah, when he great was jerking off, yeah. he was great. Bad at masturbating. No, great yeah, comic. great comic. But I'm saying, you know, some people look at comedians as philosophers all the time. Some Which of that is, is true. So oh, it is also very stupid, though. Thank well, you, James. I mean, sure, but we, I mean, we, I do, we'll talk about that maybe in a minute, but I do have thoughts about comedians and like their thought process. I just maybe. didn't want to be like Lucy Case said, therefore it's word of the Lord, you know? But well, no, you're not allowed to say that you're a red headed white dude. Yeah, I'm not I allowed can, to say anything, apparently. Um, I can defend him a tiny bit. Yeah. I think the, the pendulum's got to start swinging back the other way with some of this shit. Yeah, I'm just getting so tired is. of uh, being it's reminded of a straight right white now. dude. You're swinging the pendulum right now. Okay. Uh, not towards you, but in life in general. It's getting. I think that's it's not true. helping anything, and I think that's well, why I people are going to be very... Well, I have thoughts about We could bring yeah, that up. Yeah. I think that's why people... If, 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 I don't, if I don't sense some sort of like, uh, we can't play the same games we played four years ago, or not four years ago, Three years ago now, yeah. the difference people are gonna be very sad. Come November twenty twenty, the conversation is happening. No, that's very important. But so it, I think that's important. But are we listening? Are think, we are we treating? You know what I mean? I think, people, uh, dude, I think people are listening because I've never seen white dude so scared in my life, and it's joyous. Scared? We'll get to that though. I want to get to the Louis C.K. thing because we'll get to that in a second though because <laughs> we're gonna go to math too because math is something that people keep forgetting about. Uh, so I'm not doing math. You're gonna you're gonna hear some math. <laughs> Louis C.K. said, "All right, shut up." Louis C.K. Sorry, man. <laughs> Louis C.K. said that at that age you're developing empathy and all that kind of stuff, right? And little kids are mean not by nature, but because they're testing it out. So when you say it, like when two eight year olds in second grade are like, "Well, you're fat," and then the other kid starts to like cry, or they they go, "Ah, oh, shit, I don't, I don't want to make him cry." That didn't also that making them feel bad. Cry if they weren't bad. fat. That too. They should also think twice about being fat and walking around in public. Yeah, but, uh, I, yo, <laughs> stop talking about my childhood like that, Joe. <laughs> should, should I would not say that to you. <laughs> Michelle Obama tried. Okay. Yeah, she really be best. She um, did. I want the Obamas back. Anyway. All right, now we'll get slide. Anyway, the point was that I think the point was that, uh, like with 
you're, you're with you brought up the whole social media that's faceless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his point is that kids on the phone now will just type in you're fat, yeah. and they don't have to deal with seeing a hurt person. Because when you see a hurt person, it makes yeah. you when feel, and that's kids, how you develop empathy. You had to break right? somebody's heart in person. Yeah, because then you're like, yeah. oh shit, I don't want. And then if you didn't feel bad when you made someone cry in front of you, that means you're a little fucking sociopath, yeah. and that was a whole other issue set of no, issues. You had like a weird set of cat paws in a drawer or something yeah you were burning yeah. ants you know yeah smelling your own farts i, I definitely burnt an ant really yeah i couldn't do it i once stepped on an ant not fully felt so bad kissed it to make it better because my mom whenever i had a boo-boo my mom would kiss to make it feel better i was like four. Oh, this is uh, revealing no when you, you know when you were a little kid didn't your parents kiss it to make it feel better when you were a little kid if you like yeah, a boo-boo yeah, yeah, yeah. all right they kissed uh, human beings to make them feel better right well no shit but i accidentally Stepped on the amp, not fully, but it was a little bit alive, and I was four. And my little, little four-year-old brain, I'm like, I'll kiss and make it feel better. That's not one of my earliest childhood memories. That is adorable. It's adorable, right? I kissed it, and then I looked to see. I'm like, where'd it go? It was crawling on my tongue. I didn't give it the tongue, but I kissed it. It was on my lip, and then it started. And then I like had to get it out because I kissed it, and then I went. I looked up. Where'd you go? Well, it got fresh. It got a little fresh. You know what I mean? I still believe in consent, even at the young age of four. And that ant overstepped some boundaries. <laughs> Which reminds so me of the scene okay. in. Oh, go ahead. I just my brain works like in a weird way. I'm like, oh, I'm running to this yeah, now. But surprising. we'll get to this. We are all like that. We're comedians. In uh, Sandlot, you know the scene where he like fakes drowning so he can make out with the lifeguard. Fuck yes. I've heard. I remember last baseball season, people were done the top baseball movies, and people started bringing up that scene as being problematic and how terrible it was and all that. Child. And I'm like, it's a child. It t- t- story took place in the early '60s. And it was a nine-year-old pulling a, a, a gag. It's not even that yeah. it's well, a place in the Okay, 60s. so that like brings and me not back. Even that, not that that matters either. You're right. Yeah. But to me, that that's like, like there's real sure, problems in this sure. country. You're going like, to fucking write columns about that. Yeah. Like for sure that behavior is man- manipulative. But like I think that those stories are built out of uh, young men and women whose parents pay their way and they don't have to have jobs and they just have too much time. Thank you. It's like dead on, all these fucking op-eds and like all these like uh, like oh and you know what's crazy? It's like yeah, what's crazy is you've never had to clock in to a fucking job and you have too much time to sit here uh-huh. and stroke yourself off on the internet. I know a lot That's of people who grew up with money is. who now are like so far. You're so removed. Where I'm like they're just like, I, I think they're so guilty 14. about their rich upbringing. You should feel guilty about your it's, rich upbringing. two type of rich people. There's two type. Well, it depends how you handle that guilt, ways. though. Right. Depends how you handle that guilt, though. Correct. Because are you trying to set up a society that like fucks over, or you know what I mean? Like it depends. It really does because I know there are people who grew up rich who are just like I grew up rich, was fucking, and they're dicks, and it's like okay, fuck you. It's like I used to have a joke where you're like, you've never heard someone go, oh, this is my buddy Mike. He grew up with a trust fund, but he's really cool. He's down. No, it's usually like, oh, he grew up yeah. with no ambition Dude. because everything was easy for him, and now he's an asshole, yeah. and, and we have to deal with like him. You, like the trust fund is typically an apology, right? And like, then there so are other like people, people are like, like, go the oh, other hey, way, Like, hey, this is, uh, this is my buddy James, and uh, he's got a bunch of money, so like, I'm sorry. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, it's always that. It's always it's like a like, swoop that. little. I grew yeah. up rich. I my I was my Did dad you? was oh man my dad he was a hacker of course he was a rich hey, come kid. on now that's, that's how do you have all that access true. to I don't know technology no, no, no. middle so, class hackers no, no so my we grew up you know I lived in Orange County before I came here I didn't oh. know that I knew you were California like, that's we, why you fucking but, post your keto on Instagram well no I come on now. But I, I know a little. I know <laughs> the motivation. You're trying to motivate people. To I'm get trying straight. to help you. Guys. Oh, I want to hear you. I want to hear you. No, but so like, James I, is hot. I grew up. I grew up. Yes. Thank you. I grew up very rich. Not like 
upper middle class, maybe lower upper class. I don't know. But like we live anybody in that County. says upper middle class means rich as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I, we did well. And my dad came from essentially nothing when he was a kid. So, and he taught me to work for everything that I have because that's what he knew. That's all he knew. You know, when I when I went on my own finally, he didn't give me really any help. He was like, okay, this is your time. Go do it. And you know, I feel like we need to show rich people that. They can show their kids to do that. Yeah, I like that kind of rich, though. I always say, like, if you. I like rich that's like, go out and get it. Yeah, if you grew up with nothing, or if you started with. Not even nothing. If you started middle class, even, or whatever, but if you worked for what you had. Yeah. It's great. I, I just don't like the ones where their daddy was rich and right. and they handed him stuff. I didn't have any of that. We had fun vacations and we had like really cool toys, but I, we ne- he always made us work. I know you were. I know you worked your ass off. Yeah. That's why I know that's very different. He made well, you work. Well, it shows yeah. in what you do now with your life. It shows yeah. that I had to donate this table. Uh, <laughs> 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 if daddy was still helping you. It's I don't a, think it's it, a beautiful would, table. It is nice, right? And yeah, so that's I, when people say like, "Oh, America hates rich people now," or liberals hate rich people. I go, no, we don't. We it's it's the ones who rock around with a silver spoon in their mouth. What's that old expression? You were born on third base. Don't act like you hit a triple. Yeah, that's the way it was. These people that. who are like people who are born rich and they act like I did this myself. Yeah, I if it wasn't for. You know, the million dollar loan from my dad, I would have been just poor. Like, it's like, well, wait, right. what? So, like, they don't even hear never, themselves. If you're not yeah. paying your rent, I don't want your op ed. That's my rule. Yeah. That's man. a good rule to have. But so that's what I'm talking about. There are the people like I those can't. people who grew up with money and they feel guilty about it. So then they go almost so far the other way where it's like, all right, the things you want now are going to fuck over people who didn't grow up with money. And they don't even quite realize that. It's, and that kind of gets me too. That gets me a little riled up, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, just because you feel like you got wronged for some reason because you got ignored. I, I don't know what you know the whole reason that some of these people hate their parents or hate their upbringing or, or just shun it the way they do doesn't mean you have to, I don't know, like go out of your way to shit on the people who are, are not living that way. You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel oh, like yeah. I didn't explain that quite the way I wanted to. But all right, well, let's talk about this, though. We are going to talk about you had a point. You were gonna did I, did I get you off topic. Oh no, I was just I was gonna mention like the Aziz thing. Like cause we, oh, the Aziz. While, while we were talking about the culture of all this, right? Like as a woman who uh I mean, let's not get too dark, but like I've had uh an unwanted sexual experience. You've had what? I've had an unwanted sexual experience. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I mean, that's all of us, I think, at this point as women. But what got me about that story, like the Aziz story specifically in my situation, I remember like staring into the bathroom mirror and being like, I don't want this to happen. I just want to go home. I can't get there right now. That's one thing. In this situation, there's a woman going, I should stop him. And it's like, yeah, maybe do that. Yeah. That, the Aziz story was uh, right. Like, was there's the something one that different was about like, like, coming oh. out of a blackout when somebody's fucking you and being like, whoa, yeah. how did this happen? Don't do this. I'm not trying to make it weird. I'm trying to make it like, no, real. no, no. Like I'm trying to make it real honest in a point of like, I'm saying this from a place where I feel like I have a right to say it. Does this story right? happen before the podcast ever starts? So I never really got to talk about so, it on air. And that felt like it my was thing here and gone so quickly. Like, it, my issue with that was that I felt like she had a number of chances. Like if somebody's like, uh, suck my dick more or do this or that more, you can 
I don't care how famous. Like that felt yeah. like she was kind of fame chasing him. I, I did feel that way. And, 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 couple- and it's I know that I'm like now public and now there's like nine bloggers in Brooklyn that are pissed. But like because those people listen to this podcast. Yeah, definitely. They're my, they're yeah, my those, target that's your demo. fucking yeah, that's your bread and butter, baby. Uh, <laughs> I just the Aziz story pissed me off because I was like, as somebody who's had an experience that was like massively traumatic, I'm like, don't you dare launch yourself into this realm and also it just felt like it was part of the takedown culture yeah so my argument is i'm tired of the takedown culture mm-hmm. of like i can ruin somebody's life with this and people they they want to do it they're like you could tell but the, there's like that eagerness they're chomping at the bit because every now and then there'll be a story where Social oh we, we heard this yeah, no, you talk about it all the time. It's evil. And this has been a theme lately on the podcast because yeah, it's what's going on in the world. And yeah. you can't help but talk about it over some drinks, especially. Is, uh, you know, some people do say some stupid shit and you should be like, hey, let's have the conversation. Like you were saying, it's important we're having the conversation. And then there are other people where I'm like, is that really what we're going to go out of our way to do? We're, we're, and I don't, it, it still makes me uncomfortable how excited you could tell some people are to do that. They're excited to take people down. The takedown thing is weird for me. Like, are, I could list the people that I would love to see taken down. I've also had, I mean, I'm a female comedian of 10 years. I have had some experiences with male comedians. I bet you have. Let's yeah. say that. I've been thrown off a tour for not fucking a headliner. Holy shit. In, in what that was her moment. Name? Uh, cute. That was cute. Did you see what he did there? <laughs> yeah, because women can headline comedy clubs too. Yeah, well, t- call me when that starts happening more. I will. Um, I would love to get booked. Uh, but. Uh, just kidding. I need six credits. So if any of you give credits out, I want those. Um, Credit cards. I've had to okay. navigate outing somebody. Outing to protect, like somebody that tried to make things. They were in the closet to make no, 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 like oh, outing, outing someone a bad person. as like a person that women should be very cautious to mm. work with, like a real predator. He, yeah. yeah. I mean, but like we came from like a long-standing history of being friendly. And then in that time, some health concerns came up. He was hospitalized for a long time. And in those moments, I think there was like some weird desperation that happened, possibly some personality changes. And then when we came back together to go on the road again, he was a different person. And he just kept trying to like put me on his lap and kept trying to make out with me and like drag me into his hotel room and like physically being very aggressive and like to where I had to like use like strength yeah to make it stop um and then it's like okay i could out these i could out this person but then i'm a i'm a victim and so like am i do i want to be known as the girl that outed so and so or do i want to like stand on my own two feet but aren't you worried so confusing to me about like takedown culture is that it's like I think when you've been in a position where, and like he didn't do it, right? Because I didn't let it happen. And like some people aren't in a position to not let it happen. It just happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you're in that, in that mode, how do you differentiate between decide, like as a, as a person, like oof, I'm going to be known as the person who outed so-and-so. Or I'm going to be known as me, a comedian. And, like, that's what's really, I think, fucked up for for women, for victims. Okay. Like, 
Yeah. That's what's No, sucks. I that makes a lot of sense. So I'm gonna ask you a few questions in regards to that if you're cool with that. Um yeah. a couple might feel like I don't like, think that we knew that this was where this was headed. No, no, that's fine. Now. That's fine. I I've had this before though when I get into some serious topics. Like when I had Lisa Traeger on and we're talking about Me Too stuff, I asked a few questions. I love that, Lisa so hard. No, she's great. Um She's my she's my guy. Uh she's my gal. Uh she uh yeah, I remember I, I remember on the planet right there now. is a thing where I like it as an interview process, interview process, but like where you ask a couple questions where you're like, this is so obvious, or it could even come off as dumb to you, but mm. it makes it better, more beneficial to someone listening who might not normally get it. I love it. that. Because I think a lot of my theories are uh, that, James could probably back this up, is that men, we're dumber than you realize, ladies. Oh, no, I mean, I know how Because the, the number of times, the number of, no, yeah, but, but the number of times women, say, Isn't that common knowledge? It's not, James, because the number of times women will be like, it's all part of their master manipulative this, I go... That's so diabolical. You're giving us way too much credit. I mean, obviously, there's some pieces of shit who will go to those, those are layers. Women without very good, true. Guy or friends. the guy is just so stupid that you ladies don't realize that he's just that's accidentally what's happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where because sometimes it's like, no, it's all a big part of this power structure that you all lay down. I'm like, no, we're just walking around. We're not. Yeah, trust me. There's no. Honestly, you your don't dicks are just shit. dragging you guys down the sidewalk. Yeah, so it pretty much is. And so in our mid thirties, I don't think so. Now with yeah, the situation well, you're talking about, where you be your balls in your mid thirties. Uh, in the situation yeah, right. you're talking about, yeah, hold uh, them up when you when you take a shit. Yeah, God, you get older and it's just like, why? What's, what's <laughs> no, happening? No, no, no idea. My knees hurt. What? Ha- why? Why? <laughs> All right. No, no, no. You can feel them when you're like, fuck it. You guys need to start picking those things up. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not. So, party's over. When you think to yourself, "All right, I don't want to be part of. I don't want to be seen as a victim. I don't want to out this guy." But is there any part of you that was worried that if I don't say something? Well, it's going to happen to somebody the else. Next girl. Yeah, yeah the every, next lady. So that's the biggest concern. So that's what you, the part. Is there any way to take someone like? Is there? How that's you, why I thought well, the. Me, that's protect. why I thought it was cool about the Me Too movement. To me, was I looked at it from the point of view where it's like, oh, this is almost like unionization of women. It's almost and like I used, to, I used to have a joke where I said finally. women should unionize. I, I, I don't yeah. know if you remember me doing this joke back in the day. The joke started as a pube joke about pubes. <laughs> Because I overheard a couple of female like acquaintances talking at um, they worked at the uh, a bar we used to do shows at, and the one Why do was I like, feel like it was a town hall. No, no, I wasn't there. Um, <laughs> I don't want to name the bar because mm-hmm. I still do shows at the mm-hmm. bar. I just whatever. Mm-hmm. No, they didn't work anymore. There's a couple of waitresses working over tools, and they're talking about shaving downstairs, you know. And the one's like, "I'm done with that. I'm over it." And then she's like, "I like it, so I'll still do it," and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, you know, if guys, it does, you know, we'll bang either way. Like, uh, well, I, I've had guy friends be like, oh, she had a hair, but thing. they will still. So, and I, women are like to me, like the NFL, where you could change rules constantly. We're still going to tune, tune in every Sunday. Dude, Straight guys are still going to bang bit. you. That's if you all, de- yeah, yeah, I don't know why I stopped doing it. If you all decide we're no longer wearing Shipping makeup. On your album. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go, uh, we'll record it right now. We have some laugh yeah, tracks. We'll put it in there. No, the thing's going to be long enough. Um, we, can we get six blonde women to talk off to my left-hand side? Four blonde, two you. gay guys. I forgot to mention why it's important to mention the two gay guys. Because comedian Joe Fernandez, who's been on the podcast, everyone, episode number four of Kill Gallons Pub. No, Funny-ass no. dude. Um, Joe t- Spectrum They showing. were blowing each other in the bathroom. Oh, yeah, no, they, they were. Two gay yeah, guys yeah, were yeah, pl- no, they were. Joe walked in Joe on Joe Fernandez. Joe came uh, why would he out of the bathroom that? to me and goes, I just walked in on two dudes blowing each other. One dude's hands were hanging off the stall sides, right? So, like, picture yourself in a shitter. Yeah. When you got the two sides, one dude had his hands up on the sides, like gripping as if he was going to do like a weird wide arm pull up. Yeah. And then 
uh, another dude bent down in front of him. By the way, great way to get a blowjob when you think about it, though. Just fucking arms out oh, like yeah. you're about Jesus to get Christ crucified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah. Jesus Christ. I feel like you'd really you'd be real powerful with uh, with your shot on that day. Yeah. No, know? I don't think. I think. I just think. Also, the thing was, it was like eight o'clock. Oh, what? we're back onto them. I forgot. Yeah, Saturday. they're off. Gay men love brunch. It's a Saturday. They probably been. It was a Saturday. It was a seven o'clock show on a yeah. Saturday, so maybe they got liquored up. It's like, oh, we're on a weekend in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We're gonna go see whatever mm-hmm. comedy shows in town. We'll do a Ugh. Google search. Oh, it's this guy. Sure, maybe they call one. You clip are a comedian that they, liked. that they should know. Oh, thank you so much, Chelsea. Why hasn't no one mentioned how dirty the O'Toole's bathroom is? The one that we use. Oh God. It could be a little. Oh, the women's sometimes. is cleaner. There was no TP like before I went on. So there's some real monsters using the men's room in there. Well, have you yeah. been to every men's room in Chicago? It's all shit show. Yeah, O'Toole's yeah, is better one, than a lot. I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, women could definitely. I always thought if you guys all unionized and just said, you know what, we all decide from this day forward, we're growing our pubes back, and that's it. And then I'm like, but there'll be one woman going, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna shave and get all the guys. Fuck you, girls. Like you know, like <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing, really. Uh, that's what I thought was cool about Me Too. I thought Me Too was the way to unionize. I know it's been silly has, for a second, but, but it has been happening because it made it like, okay to come out and not be considered a victim. Like well, you could come ha- out and be like, that guy said, no, mean to cut you off. You could come out and be like, this guy's did this to me, and and, I, and justice needs to be served, and people need to know about this guy so it doesn't happen to anyone else, and it's not okay. And, and time's up and all that other good stuff and that that's why I was like oh yeah I really like this movement and of course with any big movement there's going to be a couple people who do shit for their own benefit from it and that's happened with everything yeah there's like so weird it's not van- even it'd be like unfair to just be like here's the problem with of- me too it's not that's not a problem with me too that's a problem with human beings and and life in general, right? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was trying to you get can, to that point. I mean, you can, I, look, I'm a strong woman. I'll fight back. You can cut me off. Uh, Technically, you were cutting me off, actually, because I was not. Finished. Well, yeah, you were on a I you were on a tear. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you, and I think that that's. Sorry, I threw a lot no, your no, way, no. but I'm not it's saying great. I'm not trying to get you now to come out and be like, "Fuck that guy." No, but I mean, also, I mean, he's dead now, and I think he died just in time because he was about to get blown up. But, uh, jeez, man, that really makes you think who who the fuck was it, right? Oh. Yeah. Well, we'll find out off air. I'll tell you after. I'll tell, tell you later. Yeah, yeah. Everyone listening is going to be like, oh, we're just going to Google the show of a bunch of comedians. Yeah, don't worry. Don't All worry. Right. You bought a t-shirt. The Aziz Ansari story, though, was interesting when it first broke. I think that was about a year ago, right around now. Mm. I think it was in January about 20. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he's back. He's doing fine. I know. He's, he's doing the Chicago Theater coming up, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's touring a bunch. Yeah, exactly. I saw so, that. So, like, uh, but I think in, in his case, like, I do get really, fr- I get really fucking frustrated with the fact that, like, CK's getting put on lineups. Here's the thing. My my CK thing is like he's a fucking millionaire. He's a he is, millionaire. Yeah, multi. So can we just let him sit out for a few games? So what would you have an objection to him renting his own theaters or doing door deals with different places, they setting up his own shows? Would you have a problem with that? I think if he wants to do that, that's fine. Like that's you just you want as an not, independent you contractor. Want, you, yeah, you don't Being want an independent comedy contractor. Club, I don't want him to be doing drop in sets at comedy clubs. Okay. As a as a person that purchases tickets, I do not want to buy a ticket and then find out there's someone that I don't want to see on the lineup on the lineup. Well, I told you that most of the audiences that have run into him, and by most I mean from what I've gathered, like 97% of people Dude, are dudes, super pumped. So many him. people are jazzed about it. Like, you know, the first one, where there was 150 people there, they got one complaint, and he got a standing O. And I've heard he's gotten standing O's almost every time. Well, here's the, here's the thing. What I'm not did saying I say it's right earlier? or wrong. I'm just... What did I say earlier, though? Direct I'm saying quote, it so that I, I can said, get your opinion. great fucking comic, terrible person. Yeah, you did say he's that. He's a great comic. 
Of course he's going to fucking crush. Because he's one of the best comics of our generation. Like, here's one of the best comics of our generation. Like, if you're okay with a diarrhea that is, like, a punchline that's diarrhea. Like, his punchlines are like, my kids, diarrhea. My punchline, come. Like, he's also a fucking idiot. It's I that, think he's in, a little bit he, better than that with the writing. Oh, please. <laughs> All right, I like, your, I like it, though. His observation and his setup are diarrhea, great. Diarrhea, my kids, come. Oh, <laughs> like, his... His, I want to see that. His comment. observation funny, yeah. is great, yeah. and his like ability his to string that's together weird. That's an how we're going into this. Like philosophy and comedy. Yeah, like if you want to talk about, like if you call, he's not a philosopher, but like if you want to say that, like he has a beautiful perspective of the universe, I would agree. He does have some great observations. Right. I tell people, I'm so like, look, Bill Cosby's is, a horrible piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, who's he going up after? Somebody doing a weak ass ten at the cellar because they're scared shitless, probably because they <laughs> fucking open for CK. My issue is, like, don't put him up at a show if you're not going to advertise him being on that show. I think they should advertise, too. That's my Yes, I would agree 100% with that. My only argument is that if you're going to put him up in any club, in any setting, advertise You can't have someone that polarizing doing pop sets. Him, TJ Miller, Cosby, like, all these Well, Miller's doing full weekends and that. People are buying tickets well in advance. He's a He's not popping up. He's a permanent scumbag in my personal life. I can't talk about TJ because I don't know. I know people, he's been bad to certain people and all this kind of stuff, but like, I just, I'd prefer not to because I don't know all the details and he's been good to me in the past, but like, he I don't. He kicked me out of a hotel room at three o'clock in the morning when I was blackout drunk because I wouldn't do coke with him and I had to take a $60 cab home. Okay, that's a bad move. That's a he's bad a move. He's a scumbag. So yeah, that's okay. And I'm okay with outing him as a scumbag because I don't. Well, he's like, been outed. He's people somebody, have already. Yeah, he's been, been, that been like, outed a million he's times. He's somebody that I'm like, he, and he also posted this like long, like lethargic bullshit about how he's a good person. And I'm like, but you're not. <laughs> like, so I'm just, my thing with any of these people, I'm not saying, because I think takedown culture is really strange. Uh, I don't think that you should have to support anyone unknowingly. I think if you're buying a ticket to a show, you should pay for the lineup that you see. And if they do a drop-in, it should be a drop-in of someone who is maybe not in the news for raping people. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's like a pretty Louis didn't, fair... To be fair, though, Louis didn't rape anyone. No, but I think that if I was in a hotel room and TJ someone was accused blocked of that, the door... And like... That's definitely sexual made, because Because I would feel... In that moment, I think I would feel like... I thought the story was he didn't block the door. I thought he, he just started want, doing it. And then I've they had said one, I've stop. Like, and then he... I've go. been in and from with comics where I've had multiple people defend this to me. But like he did one time and like not every time. Okay, because I'm not defending him. I haven't defended no, 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 him no. at all on this. No, the only th- The only times I've ever talked to... Louis being brought up every four or five podcasts, I feel, because... We, I'm, I'm, doing, well, I'm drinking with comedians, and you talk about the shit. Because yeah. he's yeah. like, we miss his comedy. I think the thing yeah, is I'm that's really frustrating that people forget I'm is ignore, I'm not going to ignore that. I think I look at it this way. Everyone keeps saying like, why is he back? He's back because he's a stamp comedian, and that's what he's done his whole not his whole life, but from 18, he's, he's in his 50s now. He so was he start, the stand. He was the stamp comedian, and I he started with 18. A little bit of a longer suspension. No, I get that too. Yeah, and and yeah. let me let me lay all this out. Let me lay all this out. I thought he should have been gone. I thought he should have been like. He should have self-imposed a much longer suspension. Yes, I agree. Because it was not even a full year. It was like right. nine months, ten months later, he started coming back or making poppins. Right. So I I don't think that's what's, oh, my God, well, he's back. Can I get an it apology? Makes sense. I'm, I'm getting to some stuff here. Uh, the other thing that people are <laughs> upset about is the clubs. Yeah. To me, that's comedy club owners. We know they do these things. They want asses yeah. in the seats, whatever sells money. That's not Louis coming back is not surprising. 
the club owners doing what they're doing is not surprising. Him not apologizing yet, not surprising, because I'm sure that's coming, by the way, I bet. He's yeah, already he's, talking about it on stage. His publicist is writing he's a really to, At first one. he wasn't talking on stage, now he's starting to talk about it. His next album, his next hour special will be called I'm Sorry. Uh, but, what, what? again, though, no one's, even when you chimed in there, you didn't hit the biggest problem. The biggest problem is, why are strangers that are at comedy shows jacked up to see him? What is that about? Now, why is anyone talking about Joe, that? If he if he if he announced real quick though, people dragged a dude from Empire into the street in ski masks and beat him within an inch of his life. Okay, what does that have to do with anything? I just it has said? to do with the fact that like people are still racist and people are still ignorant and people are still <clears throat> total scumbags. So you're not surprised by that, but you're surprised that Louis came back early and the clubs are still booking him. I'm not what? surprised by it. But that's where the, I'm saying that's where the I'm outrage needs to be. The out, yeah, no, 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 oh, it's where my outrage lies. 100%. It doesn't seem to be as much because you said, why is he's back? Why are the clubs booking him? The number one why should be why are people I'm, standing no. and cheering for him? And why, when he announces his next tour, will it sell out in a day? You know it's my, going to. It will. And my argument yeah. is not, my, my argument is that like I don't think that he should be unlisted on a lineup. That's my argument. I want to see every. If you want to do a drop in, like let that drop in be fucking Nikki Glazer. Great, you know what I mean. Like let that drop in be Chris Rock, it, which even now is like, am I allowed to say that? I don't know. Sure, why? But, is, is, my new thing is this: Have you have you murdered or raped anyone? No, fine, go on stage. You can have a microphone or you beat someone. Obviously, there's other varying degrees of this. But what's Chris Rock's big thing? Oh, he doesn't like college audiences or thinks PC culture is running muck. So now we, I'm so sick and tired of everyone being like, this person's canceled him. now. It is the weird What's thing that homo- got him from the Oscars, like the homophobic That was Kevin Hart. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, said Chris yeah, Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, um, but so, you confused but me like, on that one. <laughs> oh, are you, are you pulling up Brett Haas? Or, uh, shit. This is the article uh, about who people who would book Louis still? Yeah, I mean, my yeah. thing Dude, is... I'm not going to say anything bad about like, Bert Haas. He just paid me for a week of comedy. Yeah, Bert's a good guy. My thing is just like... Like they can come up and they can do their jokes and that's whatever. But like the when you're talking when you want to talk about the bigger issue of like why audiences are still excited, <clears throat> you are tapping into a very massive sociological deficit. I think half the audience doesn't even really yeah, they know. Don't care. They're not woke. They don't. Care. I don't think. I think most. I think the average. See, that's another thing too. Like talking about elections and stuff, which I we rarely get political on this because I find political conversation be boring as fuck these past few years yeah. they are you've heard them all you've heard them all a hundred times before you take your first shit of the day yeah right log into twitter mm-hmm. once you see all this you were saying unoriginal people on social media mm-hmm. regurgitating the same bullshit not realizing that they're really just promoting trump more than hating on him all that kind of stuff just what no one ever talks offense. about people keep talking about the next oh what do we got to do what do we got to do trump won with less votes than mitt romney got yeah well, it was he, the, he it was won. The first attended election in history. He won, but had less votes than the previous guy who ran into the same party. And uh, yeah. can you guys argue if I use the restroom? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted you yeah, to we'll be part of the argument, but go I'm, ahead. I'm no, gonna go argue. Ahead. Go, to bath- go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. No, go to the bathroom. I'm gonna pee on this folding chair. No, Do go it. to the bathroom. Go I got one more. Yeah, I got well, two more. Gonna, yeah. I no, can, please go go piss. I'm gonna people, cycle through these folding chairs. People get up to piss all the time on this podcast. I've had to get up to piss on this podcast. I had two beers. I feel well. And you drank before you got here too. I did. I had two whiskey cocktails. There you go. We're going to talk so much shit about her while she's gone. I can hear you. You know she's racist, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. She's just projecting her own shit. Yeah, you know. We, we see you. 
Yeah, we see definitely you. see you. So, James, uh, did you, thank you. I, I, by the way, I was doing all my thank yous. Yeah, but man. Guess who interrupted again? Mm. Uh, I didn't even get to James Webb. Everybody was. Uh, he did the audio. He recorded the album. So when you hear it on iTunes one day, that'll be James's uh, master work right there. Also, we filmed it. We did multi camera shoot, yeah. and James was the director of that. So when you watch it, it looks very good. So too. Hopefully, you'll see it on uh, some good platforms. If, if you'll definitely see it on all platforms, we just don't know which one yet. Yeah. And uh, and uh, James is super talented, as you guys know. Well, and shout out to Nelly Bob and Rodescu, two of the best camera people in That's the That's what I was going to say. I didn't yeah. really get to meet the taller dude who was running yeah. the one camera, and then Rodescu, I know he was running the other one. Nelly Bob works with Drufke a lot on the Burbs. Okay. Really cool guy. Matt Drufke's a comedian out in um, the suburbs of Chicago, yeah. produces some cool shows. He runs there. like the best suburb shows, right? Uh, yeah. So I've heard. You know what? It's so funny to me. I have to do this every podcast where someone make, makes local references and I have to remind people. This is the fucking. I, I hope. If yeah, all sorry, list- Ireland. No, not just Ireland, but I, I, I know, I know where I have listeners. And right. here, I'll give the shout out to the cities right now. Yeah. Because I want people to, you know, <laughs> Joe Rogan's podcast never would have gotten to where it was if he was just talking about shit that was going on in his fucking neighborhood. That's true. That wasn't a name toward you because you don't, you rarely, you never really do it, James. But every time I have a com- comic on, they'll start talking about inside shit where I'm yeah. like. Dude, no one knows. Oh, yeah, it was on the red you're, line today. You're talking about some yeah. stupid open mic that no one knows. Like, stop doing that. Yeah. God damn it. Like, be more professional. When's the last time you hit a mic? Do you still do mics? I've been doing them a lot lately because I was trying to get ready for the album as much as possible. And now I got to write new stuff, so I'm going to start hitting them again. There you go. No, I don't, I don't think anyone's too big for a mic. All right, here. Other cities. These are the first couple are local, um, or Chicago, obviously, and then a couple of suburbs. But Vegas, I got listeners. And then she called him the N-word. Again, Can you believe that? Again, back, everybody. So look, oh I got Vegas. God. Hey, everyone in Vegas for listening. Thank you. Appreciate it. Love you guys. Seattle, never been. Great city uh, from what I've heard. I like how I've never been when I say great city. But I'm dying to go there. That's like number one of my cities I need to go to. Next list. Um, Oswego, which could be a suburb of Chicago, or in, it is. It's a farm yeah. town. But there's also one in upstate football. New York. Yep. I'm talking about how I have comedians on this show a lot, and they'll do local references. Yeah. They'll be like, "Hey, you know this guy?" And I'm like, "No one fucking. It's a podcast. It's not a local oh, podcast." So I have uh, Anchorage, Alaska. I'm performing actually in Anchorage at the end of March. So it's cool that there's oh, some people listening cool. up there. Do you need um, a feature? Troy. I think they already have some. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, Cincinnati, St. <laughs> Peter's, Lombard, Lagrange Park, uh, Plainfield, Bridgeview, Orlando. Oh God, What's up, Orlando? Mom. Durham, North Carolina. Everyone listening right now is like, all right, Take say my city off. or don't. Whip it like a helicopter. Yeah, we got um, <laughs> Manhattan, El Paso, Texas, Elkhart, Indiana, which I'm actually doing a show just outside wow, Elkhart. I leave Cleveland, for one LA, Tipperary, Ireland. Good to see you. San Bruno and I'm Mountain View, you. California, and Cleveland oh. as well. No, I was talking about... Because he just said, oh, he does stuff with Drufke. And I go, people listening have no idea who Drufke is. No offense, Matt Drufke, they don't. And I just wanted to... No one knows who any of us are. Well, they know who I am if they're listening, I imagine. They go, oh, yeah, Joe, he's got this podcast I'm currently hearing right now. Anyway, I was thanking James Webb for uh, doing such a great job with uh, the album. Me and him are going to get to work starting this Thursday. We're going to try to... Yeah, man. We're going to do... We're going to crank this thing out. We're going to crank this shit out. I'm excited about it. James also makes omelets with chorizo and like 14 eggs. There's one one upstairs right now. You want some? He's a renaissance man. There's chicken in it too. Is there anything no. you can't do? Yeah, you you, you you look at me, you're like, yeah, she needs protein. No, you not sewed all. these curtains? Cardio. Yeah. You didn't right. sew this shit. That's an unfinished edge, motherfucker. These are all unfinished I didn't say edges. I sewed them well. Yeah, thank you. You didn't. I said I sewed them. Could you them. sew? Are you a good sewer? Yeah. Have you met my, me? My, my green olive parker's got a rip on the side. Can you seamstress it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
cool. Dude, I'm a walking Midwestern nightmare. I know you know of like... I'm like, oh, should I put this in a ball jar? Let's make a pie. Do you need me to sew something? <laughs> you also... I love that joke you have about how you know about like um, PVC pipe and all that other kind of stuff. That's also real. Today, my first thing shit. I had to do at work was go to Lowe's. You had to go down there to the Lowe's, eh? Go to Lowe's. And I was like walking around and a guy goes, I'm in the right aisle. He goes... I was like... He's like... Every also like dudes always try to fuck you at Lowe's, and you're like Home Depot, Lowe's are like machines. Can I help you? Can I help you? Some and you're tools like, around, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, you're like, no, I got aisle. it. And I was like walking around, and I was like looking, and I'm like in and out of aisles pretty quick. And he's like, did you? Uh, I'm like, I know zip ties are here somewhere. He goes, they're on the end cap. I was like, right, I'm in the right aisle. Leave me alone. Like, I'm 14 feet away from. Real what quick, I need. if you're a single man, and you're thinking, I don't want to meet women at a bar. I don't want to do the whole Tinder thing. And you go to a hardware store like a Lowe's or a, a Home Depot, and you see a, a woman like yourself. You're like, all right, I like her. She's got a good look about her. It's a pretty girl right there. Ooh, she knows what she's doing. Looking at the PVC pipe, looking for this, blah blah blah. And he starts hitting on you. Does that? Would you blame him for taking that shot, Chelsea? No, is that a bad move I on mean, his part? No, He's thinking this is a woman who, who's a handy not. woman. That's like what I'm into. That's sexy. We could watch some Bob Vila together. I and finger on the couch. What I, here's what I think. Maybe. My thing is this. If you see me at a Home Depot, you don't need to ask me if I need help. Oh, okay. So you were more, maybe he didn't know how to break the I ice. Think, maybe yeah, he wanted you to be like, maybe, oh, I know what I'm doing. And he's like, fuck, yeah, you do. Be, and he, but then instead be like, oh, I like that you know about the bulk chain. You know what I mean? Do it that way. Like, yeah, I'm getting that shit cut at so three it is, and a half feet it, like I need it. <laughs> it is possible to pick up a woman at a, at a oh, store. Oh, you, you can pick up a woman. Look, most of my friends and I Isn't that how, like, are all so of our grandparents fucking alone. That like you can hit on us anywhere and we'll be like, he hit on me at a Culver's. <laughs> like we're on fucking board. You just have, you to, just have make to approach correctly. The move in a good way that doesn't. It's not condescending. I got you. You can't be like yo, baby doll. You didn't know where the lug wrenches, yo, lug you nuts need are. Fucking help. I said lug I'm wrenches. Like, that shows how little yeah, I know about I'm hardware. Like, nah, dude. Yeah, lug wrench. Jesus you need one of them. Christ. You need, you need a flat a screwdriver nut. or one with the uh, that aren't flat. Wrench, but you just a regular wrench. Phillips is not a flathead. I said you need a flat or the one that's not flat, and then I said a Phillips. Oh, yeah. Keep drinking. You know what I just? Keep well, drinking, I was Chelsea. hanging out. I was hanging <laughs> I was saying that there's someone who mess up. Keep drinking. I was Sleep hanging out with a hot kid. carpenter last week, and I found out that the Phillips head was actually created. Um, Jeff no. Phillips. Yeah, but well, maybe his name was Jeff. Yeah, but it's it made Jeff so that you don't. Uh, so you're like that guy. It means that you don't sink your nail head too far, so that it'll like pop out. Because the problem that was happening with a flathead was that there was too much torque, and you ended up sinking it too far, yeah. and potentially oh. like be- like going through the back end of the material. That makes sense. And so yeah, yeah. The Phillips head was made to pop out if it got if the torque got. I too did tough. a great life hack that I saw on uh, some social media website. This, yeah. That's where it's actually pretty good. That I actually got to put to use today. I was hanging up this framed Chris Bryant, Joe Madden signed picture. Not surprising. Yeah, adding more <laughs> stuff to the Cubs basement. Pitchers oh, yeah. and catchers report tomorrow, everybody. Very excited about that. Oh, it's almost spring Joe training. Yeah, baby. You <laughs> start seeing me uh, switch from parkas to Cubs jackets every spring this time of year. That's how it happens. I got a good. I yeah, got parka Joe season, Cubs Cub jacket season. Stuff for about thirty six days, everybody. Yeah, pretty much. When was I seeing somewhere with some Cubs? Well, I wear like Cubs t shirts during yeah, the week. Yeah, so a lot. But you know, not like not like fashionably out in public. You move, the move is you. So you got your spot where you want to hang a picture. Everyone, if you're listening, you can visualize this. And you hammer and the nails in there. You take mm-hmm. a fork. You put the fork like hanging like on the you know standing upright. Then it's when it's like a heavy picture that has like the string on the back. Not string, but like you know wire hanging. Yeah, the twine. Yeah, mm-hmm. twine or the yeah. fuck it's called. 
Then you hang it off the f- down. You go down the fork to get to the nail, and then you remove the fork. Boom! It's hanging. I don't hate so that. badass. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't one. hate that. That's good. I thought you were gonna be doing some like weird dude Pinterest shit over there, but I feel pretty. No, good No, but I just saw it on um, someone shared it on something, Facebook or Twitter, and I remember going, Pinterest? "Ooh, I'm gonna just do that." Tell everybody no, you because you know when you're account. hanging something, you're like, yeah, "I don't have a Pinterest. I don't. I don't believe I do." Joe's got a Pinterest account. <sighs> I might you have an account, it, but Joe I don't. I don't go on dash it. I don't. Check, check my phone right now. wedding. Look for the look for. Do you see a Pinterest app? <laughs> check my phone right now. There's no Pinterest app. Yeah, you do that shit on your on your fucking desktop. All right, now that Chelsea's back from taking a hefty dump, which by the I way, did. you could have flushed. We smell it from here. Real gross. Okay, okay. you're welcome. That's where you got yeah. the nickname Chud because that's what it smells I ate like. A lot of chorizo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gross. Stop it. Actually, I had Mexican food for dinner. It's delicious. Oh yeah, wait. What's your go-to Mexican order? I don't. Well, my order. What yeah. I order? Oh, I vary Just real it. Quick. I'm not fancy. I get taco plate. I get taco, taco dinner. Taco. Yeah, Beans taco and dinner. Rice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You steak taco guy. Steak, yeah. Yeah, he's an asada guy. Carne asada, yeah, yeah, totally. And then if I get a burrito you every now and then, you cilantro onion, get... you lettuce, tomato. I don't care. Oh. I'm not tomato. I don't do tomato. But I could do. I could do if, it, if whatever their standard is. Like in LA, cilantro is like standard and everything, but they don't have cheese standard, which annoys me. Mm. Or Midwest, it's a Midwest thing. You put cheese on everything. Yo, I had some real tacos on the south side. Okay, like I know that we're not totally local, but if you are eating tacos, you and you speak Spanish, got on a Blue Island Damon. That's far down They there. do like a corn tortilla with a slice of American cheese in between another corn t- tortilla, and they put a taco in the middle of it. That sounds pretty good. It's like a it's like a fat kid quesadilla. That sounds amazing. Taco, and you can pick cilantro, onion, or you're tomato. not quite in the mic there, James. So it's like, annoying me. Like Thank you can you. pick, you can you can like <laughs> choose if you want to do like full on like gringa style, like lettuce, tomato, uh, whatever. Yes. Or you can go onion cilantro, but either way, it's like. American cheese in between two corn tortillas at Raymond's, and it's so fucking good. That sounds good. fucking place is called Raymond's? Yeah, it's real fucking good. Normally, I would never think a place called Raymond's was good Mexican food. I know. Food. Uh, so it's Raimundo. deceiving. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. So I like that. I like where you're going with that. Damn, you keep we keep getting into a I, big thing, you mean I keep and then a little you? detail. <laughs> you keep doing it like me. I think you've always done it like me, actually. Um, I'm just polite enough to say sorry for interrupting. You're not. Uh <laughs> No, I will not apologize. Okay, but I'm because I like to bring it <laughs> Real back. Real quick though, but you've interrupted several times. You've apologized once. Why don't you like apologizing for interrupting? You just don't uh, believe in it. I just it? feel like it's a banter, but I also feel like it you're is a banter. But I feel like I you have get, to steamroll well, though because, because you, you get, get I get real, seven words in and then you interrupt. No, you get like hell bent on the I, on the thing, and you want to like I see you. You want to like put it like it's a fucking uh, stand up post it note, and you want to be like, here's the main topic. Here are the subtopics that I would like to discuss, and then I would like you to respond. And a fully formed answer. Not real. I wanted you to respond in a way that makes sense and makes us both look good by the end of it. Well, I mean, I look great all the time. You look, do look great all the time. <laughs> no, I'm not mad at you, but I just I've noticed a few times. I remember if you listen to the playback, there's going to be a good three minutes where you're just talking, and then when it was my turn to talk, I started to talk, and then you just on the rape stuff. Which yes, of course, I'm not going to interrupt your horrible <laughs> story that you have a, a terrible ordeal. Which again, I'm so sorry you had to go through. But I remember when I followed so up by political. saying, I was trying to, well, I am sorry. That's, that's friend to friend, Chelsea. That's not me being like, oh, I'm worried how people are going to interpret Joe's uh, reaction to some horrible shit. But my point was that, like, I tried to be like, all right, here's the, the notice I've with the Louis C.K. thing. There's this, there's this. And every time I'm like, there's this, then you go, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, well, the, and, you know what I mean? I mean? I'm not giving you shit. I'm just saying. Now I'm standing down. I'm letting you get it out. All right, fuck, man. Oh, this, by the way, this is the worst podcast we've done in a long time. 
Hey, come on. It's pretty good. Uh, no, I think you've been bad. I've been bad. Chelsea's been hey, pretty good. Hey, come on. No, Chelsea's been good. I think I've been. I've, I have not been nearly as good as I normally am. I would love for I you to I put too much energy into the. Say. I put too much energy into the album that I, I had a bad feeling this podcast was going to suck this week, no matter who was on it. It's not your Shall fault. We? No, this is. It's been a bad podcast. You can admit that. I think it's okay to admit Joel that. Joel thinks he's getting interrupted a lot. Got, he's like I think all we got upset. into some real ass shit tonight. It's been okay. Yeah, well, I've tried to get me. into this a hundred times. I was going to say, and you, you brought it up where you gave the woman a hard time. Not the woman a hard time, but you said with the whole Aziz story, yeah. right? You said, well, that woman could have done this and this. And I was going to say what was interesting about that was that was the first story in the Me Too um, era in which I saw just, I saw half the women I knew were like, fuck her. Yeah. And the other half were like, fuck him. Yeah, you know, it was pretty crazy. It was so I remember going like, "Oh, this is interesting." This is, I tried to four (laughs) thousand times, (laughs) and I was gonna say just like that, and then things kept getting interrupted. That clap was James and I high fiving. Well, James wants to be like James is a Rogan fan. I'm I like Rogan a lot too. Joe loves to be loved, and uh, James wants to be like Young Jamie, but Young Jamie does not give his opinion nearly as much as James does. But James has got good opinions, so I like him. Thanks, bud. No, I didn't bring that up as like a bad thing. But I, I just realized that you're more of a, though. about James. No, he's no, a good observer. No, about you. About like say like uh, your observation of like this is the first time in this where your female friends are like, what the fuck's going on with this? Yes, and what one of my one friend had a great take on it where she said, listen, there needs to be some personal responsibility to a lot of what's going on here. Okay, because that was part of her addressing the the victimization of things, mm-hmm. where we're so quick to be like, don't blame the victim, don't blame the victim, or what you were talking about earlier, you don't want to appear like a victim because you don't want to be, you didn't right. want to get notoriety for taking down someone because you're right. a comedian, you want to get notoriety for that, right? I 100%. get that. Like Hannibal was already famous when he brought down Cosby. Yeah, different scenario. You know, I always think about that stuff like that too, where. I was talking to a friend of mine about how I had a dream that I, I, I prevented like a, a couple women from getting assaulted. And, um, oh, you have those too, huh? It was outside. It was the dream. It happened in Lincoln Park, and it looked like the block. You ever have a dream where you're like, I know this block, but it's not this block? Yeah, yeah it's like some weird like Lincoln Park West shit where you're like, yeah, I know this vibe. Yeah, yeah but so, it's like not the actual street. Yeah, yeah, I was coming from a show, and I saw something going down in an alley, and I know the alley because I park by the alley when I go to the drop. Yeah, yeah. That bar in Lincoln. The, Yo, the it's the Lincoln Park yeah, West. It's the Lincoln Park West cul-de-sac alley by Ronaldo's. Yes, yes, yeah, right I, there. You know dude, exactly what I'm talking about. I used about. to live in the Lincoln Park West building. Long story. You did? So I had a rich roommate. Cool. And so I remember um, in the dream, people were like, oh, this is going to blow you up. And I remember like waking up going, I don't want to get famous from that. I don't want people to be like, oh. Dude, that's the point, This though. comedian's famous because he's, well, obviously, it'd be cool. Like, if I was a regular person, I'd be like, yeah, throw me a parade. Yeah. I'd just save some people. Yeah. But you don't want to, because then people later, I know comedians are, people later would be like, dude, he only got that because of that. I mean, yeah, good for him. He did the right thing. I just can see comics talking shit being like, yeah. but he didn't deserve that HBO special he got for saving someone from getting killed or, or raped <laughs> or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, so I get, I get what you're saying with that. I just, I do think, though, what what kills me is there are some people who take there needs there just needs to be some responsibility depending on the situation obviously in that situation he asked her to suck his dick and she did it again right and that's where I'm like and that's why I was like hey, of course bitch, he was trying to fuck you he thought that was on the menu and go yeah. yeah but if he wasn't famous she probably would have left yeah and here's the difference I don't even like Aziz Ansari stand up don't no, like it at all well his acting's pretty good. 
Uh, but I don't. I haven't I have seen. I haven't seen Master of None. I haven't seen Master of None at all. But no, as a stand-up comedy, as a stand-up comedian and a fan of comedy, I don't like Aziz Ansari's comedy from what I've seen of it. I've I seen mean, maybe forty-five minutes total. And it's not. It doesn't done it for me. Yeah, and as a girl who's been in a room with a dude that's like blow me, and I'm like, fuck off. You leave. You just leave. So. I'm There's, always interested in those cases. I would though. love to talk to her psychiatrist, is what I would love. <laughs> Psychologist. I would love to, I mean, I'm not saying she's on drugs, but I'm saying I would love to talk to, and like, here's the thing. I have a great therapist. Uh, I'm very grateful for her. Everybody should go see her. If you want to see her, you can reach out to me separately, and I'll give you her info. She's great. But my thing with like, I'm just, the personal responsibility is, is the thing. Right? Like, it's if you're going to be a victim, like, I need you to be a victim because this shit is hard as fuck. I've been doing it for 10 years. I have lost friendships, relationships. I, I missed out on a lot of stuff with my family to do stand up. Yeah. And to pursue it in in arenas, New York and Chicago, that, like, I was in New York for five years. I saw my family once a year, maybe, sometimes twice, and I lived on fucking beans. I had nothing. So if you're going to live in New York City and fight for your fucking life, or you're going to live in L.A., you're going to sleep in your car, and then somebody's going to come along after you have any notoriety and be like, I'm just going to take that. It's like, well, then I hope they did you real fucking wrong. Yeah. Because it took a lot for them to get there. And I'm not saying that toxic masculinity isn't a thing. I'm not saying that, like, people don't get raped. Like, been there. But my point is, choose who you take down because you feel afraid and you feel victimized and you feel like the thing that they did was completely fucking unacceptable. But if you wake up and you're like, I want to write an op-ed. <laughs> yeah. That's where I lose it. I think even in the CK situation where like people are like, oh, well, he didn't rape them. It's like, I think people are underestimating the fear that happened in that scenario. First of all, fear of lack of career after that moment. Right? Like to out him meant like they wouldn't have anything because he was who he was. But the fear of a man standing between you and a doorway as a woman is pretty fucking real. Oh, I bet. There's a he's a he's also like a big dude. Is he? I've met him. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's walked by me once. I mean he's like six four, right? No. He's like I mean he's probably Maybe about five, I was gonna say five eleven. I was gonna say what? about five eleven. Yeah, he was like really tall. No. No, he's probably between five eleven and six two, I bet. He probably weighs you about two fifteen, two twenty though. Right, but that's the thing, is like he could throw his fucking weight around if he wanted to. Yeah. And like like big shoulders. To be in you know? a situation where like and also the, when someone starts jerking off in front of you, you're not like they're probably just gonna come on the hotel carpet and be done with it. Like He's getting his dick hard to rape you in that moment is what you're thinking. Yeah. Wasn't multiple women the first few times or was it always one woman? Dude, I mean, Rebecca Corey for sure, but like then multiple. I, I mean, thought hers was just a phone that. call. One of them was just a phone call, right? Yeah, um, where he was jerking it like on the phone, on the phone. and didn't tell her. Because that was Chappelle's joke. Yeah. Which I don't care who got upset about that. That's a funny joke. Bitch, hang up. 
I'm sorry. That's fucking hilarious. I feel the joke. You got to find some humor in some sure. of, like horrible shit here or there. But uh, yeah, people can like joke about Chernobyl and then like get pissed about a CK rape yeah. joke. I mean, you can, but like, I just I'm not making fun of the victim. I'm making fun of the act of the phone thing, dude. Yes, like if I if I knew you. her name, I wouldn't so make. You're... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, I'm making way more enemies on this podcast than you are. Don't worry about it. I don't think mm-hmm. you are. But that's the thing. Like you said earlier, the important thing is to have the conversation. So if we're having the conversation, there should be no enemies. There should be, right? right? You're yeah, having the conversation. Well, it's in seek it's the, of the like point. awareness. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. It used to be about intent. What was your intent? Yeah. You know? I, I was on Nick Vatterai. I was a great comedian. Everyone look him up. podcast out of New York years ago. Dude, he's one of and the funniest people if you don't know him. Easily. We talked about, he writes for uh, Bill Maher's show and he's got his own Comedy Central half hour and done some other stuff. His Conan was one of the funniest Conans of all time. Anyway, though, we talked about it used to be like intent. Did that person intend to be offensive or did they just fucking slip up and say something stupid? Yeah. At the time I was on his podcast, the whole Seinfeld thing came out where he said people were like, you need more um, you know, women and people of color on your show, Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee, which to me was hilarious because I'm like, they're acting like that's a book show. They're yeah. acting like that's a show. Like to it's me, not just his friends. To me, I'm like, this was a, clearly a show that was on Crackle yeah. when it first started. And it was obviously just him picking up his buddies to go coffee and, yeah. and, and talk some shit. What? This wasn't like, now obviously it's gotten bigger and it's on Netflix and now he's actually become, yeah, because like of it. If you want on YouTube, they, you get to do whatever the fuck you want. That's they got their way YouTube. though. I know. They got their way though because now he's, he's bringing on people he doesn't even know. That he just heard is the really good comic. Yeah. You know? Because I've heard they're like, oh yeah, he didn't know that person that wow. How are the episodes? Like Not a, as good as the one with the friends. With yeah, the friends, there's more of a... And that's like my thing is like... like his, when he, the one with Melania kind of sucked. And Melania's yeah. hilarious, don't get me wrong, but like they, they just... You could tell they weren't old buddies like when he had yeah. Sarah Silverman on. He's known her for 20 years. There's times... Yeah, there's times where it doesn't feel natural. And But I mean, also like... But his point... Don't was, underestimate that he's like trying to make that a business. But yeah, Vatteras. I mean, maybe, but Seinfeld already has all the money in the world. He, I remember... No, he, no, no. But right, like it's Netflix trying to make a business. Oh, it's Netflix. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. So but I mean, I'm I think now it's gotten big enough. Vatteras point. Well, Vatteras point was along those lines because we talked about... It was the Seinfeld thing was going on at the time and Seinfeld said, I don't care about like your, your background. I just want funny. Mm-hmm. And they took that mm-hmm. as to be like, oh, Jerry Seinfeld doesn't care about black people. Where it's like, wait, what? Where the fuck did you get that? And 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 Vanderat's point was just like the offense where offense was meant to be intended. And he talked about how he used to work at Ed DeBevick's in, in downtown mm, Chicago, shit. where Ed DeBevick's, everyone, if you're not familiar listening around the country, it's one of those restaurants Dude. where the servers are rude to you. That's what's fun. You'll say to the waiter, hey, can I have a Coke? They'll say, hey, eat my ass, and just keep walking. But then they'll show up with the Coke later. Which like, also, so, thank God ass eating has become more mainstream. It really is. <laughs> that is such a mainstream topic right now, especially with the 20-somethings. They love the butt stuff. Thank you, James. And... Um, <laughs> So uh, he talked about one time saying to a table, so how are we doing today, guys? And what can I get you guys? I think he was like, what can I get you guys? And someone's like, um, are we all guys at this table? Hmm? Hmm? And it's like, what, what can I get you people? I don't know. What, like, it's an express. Like, you know, I wasn't, was I trying to fucking give you shit? It was a woman. You know what I mean? A regular woman. It wasn't like, oh, trans, sorry, my bad. It was a woman. And she was just like, hmm, I didn't realize that we were all men at this table. Like, one of those. And it's just like, how good is your life where that upsets you? To me, that means your life is great. Yeah, no, or your shit is super boring. Mark Geary was thing. talking. I, Mark Geary, who uh, produces the Lincoln Lodge. I don't know if you'd care if I quoted him. He's an Englishman like your father. He, I was talking to him. This was actually during this after the Super Bowl. Uh, where he said that the liberals here, to me, are hilarious, he was saying. Because 
they're all their complaints are just stuff where it's just like it's not that big a deal. It's not like that's that doesn't really matter. Or he said the liberals in Europe are all like people are starving over here. Can we can we do something about that? Like they're all their complaints are like real problems where. Don't get me wrong. Liberals are complaining about real stuff here too, but majority of their complaints yeah. are stuff like Liam Neeson had a thought that is a bad thought. He didn't act on the thought, but it was a bad thought, and he voluntarily told people about his bad thought. And now we should never—he should never be in movies ever again, despite the fact that it's a miracle that he's a sixty-six-year-old action star. People realize that about Liam Neeson. I talked about this last week on the podcast briefly. And I'm not sticking up for Liam Neeson, but I do think that I am. I'll, at, I'll stick up for Liam Neeson. Fine, I'll stick up for him he too. Fucking—he <laughs> fucking up. He—he—he he told this story. As a lesson to people, like, hey, A, you can change, and B, like, you know, I regret what I did. Like, people want to just look at, oh, he did that thing. People want to take a quote. Yeah, he didn't and actually do it. That's, the, that's like, the core yeah. of outrage culture, dude. Yeah, no, you're right. This socially puritanical bullshit that all of our parents' parents from the right implemented on society mm-hmm. like 50 years ago and now the left is doing the same shit i remember in the, the in the late 90s thing. remember in the early 2000s late 90s it was conservative groups who wanted to get rid of amber crown because they thought their ads are too sexy. yeah it was like you know what i mean and yes. now it's like the left and the far left and the far right have gotten so far off the bend as far as their views on culture uh because obviously not Politically, economically right. speaking, because we're, they're still very talking, different there. We're talking horseshoe theory, right? But spar- yeah, they're both like they I just came thought- back around to the same basic principle of Puritanism. Yeah, and it's fucking frankly, it's the annoying. far right. Oh, we're for free speech, except for kneeling during the national anthem. Right. Uh, the far left, we're for free speech as long as it's everything we agree with. Yeah, right. So they're both so full of shit, and yeah. they're like they're not. That's why I say, like, if there was a moderate Republican, I'd be like, yeah, I could probably vote for you. If I, I could be cool, I mean, I disagree with a lot of stuff, right. but I like could at least get along like, with you. Somebody who's running like quote unquote fiscally conservative. Sure, yeah. 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 Which does that even exist anymore? I remember joking with someone once saying I would love to meet someone who was like, "Would you have I'm, a um, Cory Booker?" I'm, 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 I'm fiscally. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, I would love someone to say something like, "I'm um, fiscally liberal but socially conservative," because you never heard that one. It's always the other way. They're always yeah. like, I'm fiscally conservative, socially liberal, meaning I'm cool with whatever, just don't tax me. I would like someone to be like the other way around. It's like, tax me all you want, but don't let them gays have any fun. <laughs> like, I kind of like, oh, I'll, I'll be happy to have money pay for, you know, school lunches, but uh, if that money's going I, I towards. Can, I can't even laugh like with my whole heart because I feel like that's like coming. <laughs> like, just... Oh, someone who's like that? Yes. I think that's why I really don't get into politics too much anymore because it, it's boring. I'm just waiting for this the tide to roll over, yeah. it to all go away. I'm and excited. I know someone's going to say to me, well, that's your white privilege because you don't have to care like the way the rest of us do. And then, you know what? Fine. Good. It is. Because yep. if I didn't use the privilege every now and then, I'd be the bigger asshole. Calvin Evans has a great joke about that. He's like, of course they're using the white privilege. Why wouldn't you use that? If I were white, I'd use that shit too. Like, yeah, why not? Well, but also like to that I gotta point. Get him on. Yeah. He's like funny. it's, yeah, you should have, oh. Calvin and you would have a fucking podcast. I like uh, Calvin. He's a good dude. Um, Me and you are having a podcast, too. I like it. I'm sorry what doing? I said earlier. I'm not mad. It wasn't you. I stood you. down You've for like 10 minutes. Funny. You feel that? Um, it was all me. No. I, it, Wear sleeves next time, It James. also... Uh, <laughs> please don't. I'm loving it. Uh, I like to objectify men. Um, <laughs> he leans back with nice. his fucking... Oh, did you want to see my biceps? No I problem. I thought you were showing off that armpit hair. Uh, so... So I got you I, off track. No, no, no. I just think, I think I got right. um, that's like a, it's a thing, right? Like we have this white privilege, but I'm also kind of, I, 
I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry that I've gotten every job I've applied for. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't gotten every job I've applied for. I, I mean, I'm charming. But, but, some, but you, you still but applied for that. the jobs, though. There are people who complain about stuff that they don't even apply for. That's what kills me right now. I just, like, I think it's just such a weird time. It's a weird time where there's like so much. The white guilt is so real. It for me, it for sure is, and I think that a lot of that came from living in New York and living in a community that was all black, and all of my neighbors were black, and I was not welcome. I just want this. I want that. That's natural, though. Yeah. Don't even think that's weird. No, it wasn't because weird. Because when, like when they fair. came into white neighborhoods, they got treated the same way. And that's how it always oh, 100%. was. That's, that's like the hum- that's history of everything. I want to I be clear to anyone listening right now. Um, before, before, we even, before people knew other races existed, yeah. there was death, violence, and all sorts of shit like that. There yeah. was. Oh, I like just how, like to fight each other. No, every, every now and then you'll hear some fucking moron acting like... Um, there's violence because of all the different races, people that hate each other and all that. What? The English and French were at war with each other for a thousand fucking years. Yeah. They had a thing called a hundred years war. Is there really that big a difference with them cosmetically? No, different languages, sure. There are tribes. French are, are way hotter, though. <laughs> and you can say that as an English woman. <laughs> je parle un peu de français. I do. Je love ma, French je yes. Joseph. Uh, je uh. salue Marie. That's uh, the start of the hell. He Mary. knows four sentences. I know. I know a prayer. I know a prayer. That's it. I know a prayer. My name is. Um, I know Merde is like uh, no mer uh, no merci is thank you, but Merde is like shit or something like that. I think. Yeah. Anyway, Merde is shit, right? Yeah. Anyhow, uh, of course, Rich Boy knows French. Uh, <laughs> Told you, I grew up rich, not cultured, dog. I'm, you know. Come on, man. This is a fun callback. So, uh, but like, there are tribes in the in the deepest parts of South America and Africa that have been in war forever. And they look the same. My thing is tribalism will always be there. Yeah. People will always find a way to fucking fight each other. They'll always. I, I don't want them to, but they'll always be there. Well, it's so, psychology. It is, but like when nobody's people are like, dad loves them enough. Yeah, <laughs> That's what yeah it comes so, down I guess so. <laughs> I mean, um, really though. <laughs> Everyone's out there just trying to fucking impress daddy. Be nah, it's mommy issues well, no, too. Come on, yeah, it's but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like everybody's just out there trying to be something that their family is proud of because they feel like their their family's made all these sacrifices. Pride, right? Proud. I'm glad and you it's pride. Proud. And you're pride's like, pride's a sin. Every religion like, recognizes it as a sin, but everyone always says, "I got pride in this." It's like, yeah, and Christian it's, pride I mean, is thing, a fucking right? oxymoron. It's like you're, yeah, your family came here and they thought they were going to be something. And they fucked up. Yeah. So now they put it on you. And you're like, well, you fucked up. Now I got to be something? What the fuck is this? And like, and it, it's toxic. I think, I think because we have so much information now that we get um, like just bogged down with it. Like the weight of it is exhausting. Like oh, it used, I, you, you, I, remember, I remember reading in history books or hearing in history classes when I was like in grade school that, okay, this wave of immigrants came over. Everyone was really shitty and mean to them. Then this wave of immigrants came over. Everyone was really shitty and mean to yeah, them. Yeah, they all had to change and, their and names. That's how they it's all going. had to that's build everybody's going, right? houses. But nowadays, yeah. because we're so connected, everyone is so damn... I'm saying this on a podcast, for God's sake. That's how connected we are. I'm probably in your earbuds right now, everyone. Uh, Chelsea's going to do a real cool vibrating sound to make your neck hair go up. Mm-hmm. That was, that was, that was, was a real base. I, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. What's up? You know, I don't, yeah, I'm just messing with you. Uh, I don't want to creep anyone out. Just Someone's on the L right now world. taking their headphones off going, God damn it, Joe, that was gross. <laughs> Do not do that. Camera you did, one. You did that. Camera two. Camera one. Camera, camera two. one. That was camera a sexy one. scene in Wayne's World, right? 
Because that Dude, Tia, whatever her name is. All the scenes in Wayne's World are sexy. That's the, I wish you said that better into the microphone. All the scenes in Wayne's World are all sexy. All the scenes in Wayne's World are sexy. Wayne's World 1 and Wayne's World 2, everyone's sexy flicks. That it's, there's just so much, we're just so damn connected that now, so say, well, probably not in the next year or two, but say in five years from now, there's a new wave of immigrants coming, which has been kind of on track with everything in America. That new wave is going to get some shit, but we're so connected that people are going to stop them from getting shit. They're going to be like, do not give them shit. We've learned that we don't give immigrants shit anymore. I'm not saying you should. Oh my God, this I'm not is saying so you should, by the this way. This is so charming and cute. I'm not saying we should give them shit. You think we're going to be better people in five years? I think we're going to be. Uh, no, yeah, we are actually. I, I think we've hope. already been better people. This is the, if you're. No, this is the no. best time to be alive in the history of the planet. It's a fact. I. 100% a fact. Okay, but we're not a better. Time. better. It's not even arguable. Yeah, it's not. But we're not better. In what regard? In what regard? We're, we're trying to build a fucking wall. Okay. By the way, there's already a wall through parts people, of the thing. People used to. There's already wall. Like, there's already burn walls. Burn people in the streets for being witches. This the building yeah. a wall yeah. isn't better than that. Yeah. Like, okay, but we've like, always been. But people bad. of color are being like literally there a dude. There was a dude. wall up until 1989. People of color down. were two hung from trees ago. 200 yeah. years ago. Right, and two weeks ago. I know downtown Chicago that thing a happened. Guy from downtown Which, Chicago, by the way, you know what's funny about that? Half my black friends think that's a made-up story. Of yeah, Empire, they, they, they did. You saw that on Facebook, right? That, Dudes yeah. are rocking. Half ski my masks black friends think that guy's lying and dragging a dude into the street. Oh, I'm not saying. It I know, but can you acknowledge? Happen, can you? What do you think? Do you think it really happened? I think that based on the way that I've seen, like toxically, like like toxic masculinity, like. Rave, rage its head. I don't know. I don't know. He's like, not, but I just, but I, mean, I just like, think, yeah, I think it probably fucking happened. I'm I think saying, that, but half the black friends are I think women. So how I don't, they, many they don't times? Believe I believe it happened. I doubt someone. I doubt shot on a cop chest cam. But like, you act like that's new. We just have evidence of it now. This is my point. You're saying and we've you, come so far. We have I'm come so far. That we have not. No, Chelsea. I'll give you another example here. Police, citizens, civilians getting killed by police. Not the last couple years, all time lows. Yeah, the la- every every year, the last ten years, lower, lower, lower. Fucking and web go- streamed. Exactly. Isn't so, that progress? But isn't that progress? You're, you said things haven't gotten better, and I'm telling you for a fact they have. And on the other side of things, listening, cops have been killed at the least amount ever too. Yeah. In 20, 2018, the least amount of cops were killed, and the least amount of civ- civilians were killed by cops in that year. That should be something we should be celebrating, but we're not. Because look, I don't I be wrong. One death is too many. On both sides, maga hats are getting invited to the White can I, House. Can I get make it. one small point? Screaming in the room. No, I get that. I get that. Can I make one small point? So I don't disagree. I don't think anyone in here disagrees that you know people getting attacked for being a certain race is bad. Like that's clearly of bad. Of course, it's horrible. But the difference between the the two weeks ago incident and the eighteen hundreds when people were getting hung by trees is that that's not the norm anymore. People now get extremely upset. When something like this happens in public all the time, and they it's should, yeah. it is no, and and they march yeah. and they and they organize and they make and the difference is they're allowed to march and organize now, which that, thank God that's great. That's fair. It's that, different than the that did not used to happen. Now yeah. we are in a place where society is is coalescing around a more progressive norm. That's the progress we should be looking at. Yes, these things are still going to happen. They're yeah, always uh, going to happen, right? But I'm saying like I'm it saying took two hundred years. Yeah. It took 200 fucking years. Yeah. First thing is to a point where we're like even upset about it. I'm just saying like I am fully. It took me living in an all black neighborhood to recognize how much privilege I have and how much that affects my day to day. That's it. That said, I do think it's better. 40 years ago, you wouldn't even recognize your privilege. 
hundred percent. So that's have. that's what I'm saying. Well, things I'm saying are things are better. better. They're not great. They're better. That's the point. Uh, my, I guess my point is that I don't disagree with you. I just think it's still shitty. Sure, progress you is say that. slow. Progress and harder. is slow. Yeah. My point is that so when I made the reference to the next wave of immigrants when they come and hopefully they you know are treated better because I'm not saying that obviously the ones in the passion have been treated so bad, but. It, they'll get shit, and and that's okay because that's almost like an initiation process. Oh, the new kid always gets some shit, this and then eventually they're cool. Right here, <laughs> I think it makes you tougher. I think if, if if all of a sudden if the next wave comes in and everyone's just like red carpet kissing their ass and all that kind of stuff, I think you know We're every great a, immigrant but, right, story. But like, it, I I would love for us to be like, welcome to America, but it's not how we are. I mean, I'm the daughter of an immigrant. I, I can, know. I know that. Even but as, you know, like, things are getting better. White dude, English speaking dad. Would you rather be an immigrant? Into, I'm not going to use. I'm not going to use these last few years because things have gotten crazy. But would you rather be an immigrant coming to America in 2014 or an immigrant coming to America in 1921? I think oh, that's fairly. It's a obvious. fucking no brainer. Yes. Yeah. Now nowadays. If if Twitter was around in when Irish need not apply fuck was a thing, I think Twitter, that would have that would have ended it quicker. Yeah. No, fuck Twitter, but I think it would have ended it a little quicker. Yeah. So right now, bad things happen, but things are getting rectified quicker. Yeah, people be hashtagging on Insta. Yeah, <laughs> social <laughs> but no, but, justice. But obviously, I'm saying there's there's still evil out there. There's still bad people. There's still racism. There's still sexism. All that kind of horrible shit. Homophobia. All that. But it's still better and getting better every day than it was. And that's my thing. And my worry right now, though, is that there are people who are enraged, who want equality, but what they what they really want is they want revenge. And I don't blame them for that. If I were in their situation, oh, I would want revenge, too. I would want too. to write all my wrongs, for sure. Yeah, I would want that, too. I get it from their point of view. But I think, they're, I think the left has taken a bad approach with this whole all men, all white people ideology because I'm like, wait a minute. I used to correct people when they said all Muslims – and all and all like all black people are gangbangers. All Muslims are yeah. terrorists. I would correct people for that because that was like that. You're painting with a broad brush. That's stupid. Yeah. Not all cops are bad people either, guys. Yeah. So yeah. when you go around saying all men are evil and all cops are pieces of shit and all uh, white people are bad, then I'm like, you're that's not progress. Yeah, you're making enemies. You're doing yes, you're doing yeah, you're making enemies, and you're you're and even if you're not making like enemy enemies, you're taking people out of the process because they're just turning people off. Yeah. The biggest problem with the last election. Because that's what I was trying to get at with uh, Mitt Romney getting more votes than Trump. He he lost, but still got more ones votes than the guy who won. Because yeah. you know, obviously, electoral college had to play. Yeah. It was people who sat home. You're not going to change the MAGA people. They're not. You think you could sit down some asshole with a red hat and be like, no, "Here's why I've you shouldn't vote for one him." Of them. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's a waste yeah. of time. But what you can do is reach out to the average Joe who fucking sat at home on November eighth that year. Yeah, the dude that was smoking weed, eating tricks. Yeah, you could explain yeah. to him, "Hey, man, here's why it's important you get out." And I know you're thinking, hey, man, I smoke weed and eat tricks. I don't hate that. Dude, I love that. Liberals want a future where weed's completely legal. Ooh, I'm listening now. Trump is mm. Trump's against legalization for weed. You hear that, guys? Donald Trump does not want weed to be legal. Fuck him, right? So if you're a pothead who stayed at home, get your ass out there. Get national weed. Also, liberals want a future where uh, vaginas taste like tricks. So you got the, you got your legal weed. You got these tricks you got, pussies. You got tricks pussies. <laughs> I mean... What more? What more do you need to get off the bench and start fucking voting, right? So I No, I'll give you a... Uh, an anecdote that I think is a really good bookend for this like heated convo, and cool, I think and it'll take you out of it. It'll it'll take you. I'm out having of fun. I feel like the podcast got a lot. Like, yeah, I like a I like a little heated uh, a heated debate with Joe K. Um, a buddy of ours, local comedian, was dog sitting in this like beautiful high rise. It was the Aqua Building in Chicago. Oh, yeah. 
No, no worries. That sounds good. I wouldn't normally drop the name, but I think that what happened there was important. So it's a cabana style, right? There's cabanas out, like outlining the entire pool, and then in front of those cabanas is rows of lawn chairs. Then the pool in the center, and it's springtime, summertime. It's like hot, and everybody's like hanging out in the pool. There's also people like sunbathing. Two very wealthy seeming couples, very very white, like coiffed hair, like look like they live in Glen Allen with my brother and sister in law, right? Like they're very comfortable financially. Sweater over the shoulders. I mean, may as well be. Yeah, like it was like a like would they be the villains in an eighties nineties rom com like rom com? Yeah, absolutely. So they're sitting, and then me and a couple of other Chicago comics are in the pool. And these kids are, like, having a great time. Do they happen to be black? Absolutely. <laughs> are they splashing? Yeah. This woman is like, I need you guys to stop splashing. You're getting us wet. And he goes, we're kids. <laughs> the kid said that? In a pool. That's pretty aware. That's pretty aware. <laughs> he goes, we're kids in a pool. <laughs> like, he was just like, we're kids. And she goes, <laughs> He goes, in a pool. We're kids in a pool. That's a smart kid to be that aware. Hell yeah. And when I was, I was like, a kid, I'd have been like, I'm doing something. I was like, something. yo, I'm team this dude for yeah. the rest of my life. I'm on this kid's fuck. I'm like, I will fight this bitch for this kid, but I'm going to wait and see how this plays out. <laughs> so she's just like so rocked by his self-awareness that she kind of like doubles down into her fucking lawn chair. And then they are like... These people are assholes. So they start having a better time. More water. More splashing. More games. This dude goes, hey, we said fucking knock it off. Stop splashing. And he goes, and we told you we're kids in a pool. And I was like, this kid for president. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, this is my dude. We just keep going and, like, they're pissed and they're bitching. And, like, these kids are just, like, having a great time. And there's also like a hotel. How bad, was, in that how bad was the splashing anyway? How bad could it have been? It was like at that point it got pretty. At that point, the Kazo? splashing got a little aggressive, but it got like a like it was like reparation splashing. Oh, <laughs> so it was like pretty legit. Uh, at which out. point security walks Jeez. up and they go, "Hey, we're gonna need you to leave." Oh, what the fuck? The kids start going towards the ladder, and they go, "Not you." You. They kicked the adults out? They kicked the rich white people out of this fucking pool. Wow, that's a cool story. And I was like, this is the best. This is the best we've ever treated black kids in a pool. Like, I'm way on board. Especially since black people are known for not liking swimming. Dude, (laughs) It's a stupid stereotype. I mean... It's true. My black friends tell me they hate swimming. It was, to me, it was like the most, like, civil justice I've seen in That's a cool. really long time. I thought it was going to end badly with, like, them calling. No. And you know, they have a new like, thing, like, Barbecue Betty, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Pool Pam, whatever the new one would have been. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, it was, um, it was one of those moments where I was like, yes. Like, if we can just do this Right as a there. Country, that's better, like, right? If we can, yeah. yeah. That's my, and that's like, I'm not disagreeing with you entirely. I my point you. is just like, yeah, if we can do this as a people, if we can get to a place where... We just look at people and we're like, don't swear at a twelve-year-old, regardless yeah. of their race. There's a good chance that there's a good chance upbringing. those rich white people would have yelled at white kids doing it too. I don't know if it was always a race yeah. thing. Oh, but. 
Absolutely. Now there is a good chance. You don't believe that? I think they would have, but I think they would have been I've gotten yelled at by rich white people. And I'm, you can't get whiter than me, man. Come I'm, on. Yeah, and I've gotten yelled at by rich white but people. They yelled at you because they felt like that they could parent you. But I think the cursing them out felt very much like yeah. a superiority Really? I mean, it could be. I wasn't there, so I didn't read the situation you did. So I'd take your word for it. But you ever notice that people sometimes will assume that? I remember Madison Bumgarner is a pitcher for the Giants. He got into it with Yasiel Puig, who was a, a black Cuban Wait, player. Wait, is he the long-haired dude that looks like the dude from Days and Confused? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, Ugh, he, does his, he does have his long hair, though. But they started yelling at each other about something, <laughs> and everyone's like, white guy yells at Cuban player. How racist is he? And I'm like, he might have just been a pitcher yelling at a, yeah. another player. I don't know if it was necessarily his race. I will not disagree with and you that we are really quick to jump on that's what, any I don't like confrontation that. as like a racial disagreement. Yeah. Like Sometimes people are assholes. Because Bumgarner's an asshole. I've seen him yell at white players, too. That's why I didn't, you know. Would I, however, going back to your album recording, would I have yelled at a woman bitching out Marty if she had been black? No. Probably I not. I hear you. But you notice I threw in the fact that the, the you said six white women. I'm like, well, it's four and then two gay guys. I threw that in there, yeah, too, because I want to be fair. Because look, though, a, blowjob contest, a though. lot of people would be like, well, gay people get in a lot of hard times, so they're allowed to be assholes. I hear that sometimes, too, they where do. I'm Their like, parents- oh. That's not always shows. true. People are not allowed to be assholes. No, because that's not. E- that's not. E- yeah, I agree. Yeah. People stronger. are not allowed to be assholes. Period. I agree. You're definitely way ahead of me. If me you use one. your, no, these are two of my lack of privilege. These be might be dick. my three. Hey, you took that one. Okay. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like that's um, that's where I get a little bit because I'm I'm trying to, you know, I'm a person that always wants to. If I get a book I like, I'm gonna read it in a day and a half. I'm gonna I'm gonna knock, oh, yeah. knock it out. You know what I mean? Unless it's, unless it's a thinker where I gotta like let yeah. the you know shit sit. I'm reading this book right now by David Goggins called "Can't Hurt Me." Hell yeah, dude! Have you that read it? Rules, yeah, <sighs> dude. I I'm gonna that book so powerful, Do especially I have to read the beginning parts. Well, when you guys text me that, I'll text you. I'll text that. you. It's cool. really it's it's so powerful. The first few chapters that you really have to let them sit, and then the the, the challenge at the end of each chapter. This is a guy who's a Navy SEAL and an Army Green Beret. Um, has like records for like ultra, ma- you know, an ultra. Ma- I didn't even know what an ultra marathon was really. He's, he's got the best. The, story. This is the guy. He's got pictures of him up on the screen for you. Um, he's got the most crazy stories. The dude, wait, you like? Ooh, yeah. why is he married? I he was. I don't know is if he's he married gay? anymore. No, he's oh, not, he's gay. not gay. Wow, um, is that a black dude with light he's eyes? He's just a tough fucking dude that's motivated. He had the worst childhood you've ever read in your life, though. The worst childhood you've ever fucking read. From his his life from zero to eighteen was Holy just tragedy after tragedy. In my life. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. Oh my god! Oh, Why'd you zoom in on the abs? He's got all eight. <laughs> yeah, he's he's ripped out of his mind. He's a fucking Navy SEAL who runs ultra marathons. He's not gonna have flab on him. You know what oh I mean? You heard the story god. about him running for twenty four hours straight, pooping himself like five times. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 His like nuts. feet were broken when he was done. Yeah, no, he's 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 insane. I haven't finished the book truck. yet. I haven't finished the book, but I mean, he's running from some real dark shit from his. Well, yeah, he talks about yeah. it though, but he talks about it, and it's yeah, so no, great. No, no. I mean, and it's so cool. Is all I need. But what I like I don't about care him how is broken he, you are. I he, care whether or not you can acknowledge it. Yeah, he he acknowledges yeah. that. Like, yeah, I dealt with racism, but I didn't want to let that hold me back. I didn't want to let that. And the only thing I see my, right now where I'm like, yes, we have to acknowledge things, but I I don't want I, I don't. <laughs> I don't want people thinking that they can't overcome things, yeah. and I'm starting to worry. I'm starting to think that people are now using it as like their little badge. This is my thing now. You've you've got a scarlet letter. Well, here's my version of the scarlet letter. I do letter. I like got that mentality. That, that, right. Yeah. I don't. That, that's why I think his book I think has been so powerful, and I, I can't wait to recommend it to everyone. I, I'm already starting to recommend it. It's rare that I recommend a book I haven't finished. 
but I can't imagine. It's it, every chapter has no, been more and more amazing. It's so a I can't very imagine. Solid read. I'm like I got like I can tell by pages. a Google image search that everybody should read that. Book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, <laughs> but I'm saying like with my my it's views. Not surprising on, for people listening that I'm a thick white girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, yeah, but I, I you don't even have to be a thick white girl to like that guy. That that guy like. I mean, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> he, he looks like he was like he looks like he was drawn Yo, by. Um, if you want to talk oh, about like a, th- I'm blanking like on the, the dude, one like some, Michelangelo. He was drawn by the, that guy who draws Batman. Something Lee. His oh, famous Jim, Lee. Jim Lee. I couldn't think of Jim Lee, not Stan Lee. Stan Lee never drew the. Stan Lee's Marvel. He came up oh, with him. Did I'm Stan so Lee ever sorry. draw them? Or he just came I up with them. No, he wrote. He wrote. Book he sketched Spider Man. He think. wrote them. Yeah, he did sketch a couple. But he got <laughs> Steve, Steve Ditko drew them. He said drawers, not illustrators. You're welcome. Thank you. So I brought the book because when I I accepted that book because that book you some of the shit's so heavy in the beginning because he's got yeah, some it's, a, it's a rough ride you got to really let that stuff sit but mostly if I get into a book yeah, or I'm you got to run for if I get into hours if I get into it, from it. yeah right I, if I get into an album I'll listen to it on repeat for fucking obnoxiously like that's if I'm into something I'm into it and and I I just have this like I want let's get to the end of the book already let's, so when I see all the problems in society. I try to think, how do we get to where things are to good the the book. and things are great? And I know change is slow and it's a process and it's a process. But sometimes I look at it going, this is why liberals are so unhappy because I think you're right. I think though. Republicans want to win. Liberals want to be right. I don't know if I ever anticipated agreeing with you politically in a lot of ways. But I will. No, I say, come off as a meathead. I get that. So people always you surprise do, themselves. But like when, I, but that's why like I still gravitate towards you because I know you better than that but i think you do have like a beautiful strain of like humanity that runs through you like Thank you're you, a very Chelsea. conscious person but i try to be i know that i see it it's very clear and and i think a lot of times like people can get misread um that said to yeah to acknowledge it like it is changing and it is getting better that's important i think it's just a better approach we've but mentally. i think it's I hard for people right now and I will bring it back to social media 100%. And yeah. that there's this instant gratification, right? Like we are all automatically expected to get 2,000 likes and this, that, and the other and retweets and posts and a re- and a, somebody write a fucking Vulture article. Like it's just the gratification is being delayed because it takes a long time to look at my grandmother I mean, she's dead, but uh, it'd be hard she to find hot? her. Uh, she was a killer crusher. Pretty, pretty I mean, hot. yeah. I mean, somebody put seven babies in her. She was doing all right. <laughs> Very good. Um, <laughs> we know that pussy didn't taste like bad cereal, huh? No, yeah, oh, that's sorry. a that's a that's a value bag cereal situation. I'm so sorry, mom, and also Grandma Spencer. Um, but I mean that right? Like, so you're trying to take people that have never known it to be anything else. And then all of a sudden change it. Yeah. It's tough. Well, like it's, well, we're not going to solve on this podcast. Not yet. That's the goal. Of the I know. Podcast. Yeah. We're Two solve drunk white people are going to really solve it eventually it everybody. Um, but it has been one of the, Oh, that's your foot. Sorry. Don't you ever <laughs> touch me again. I swear <laughs> to God. I didn't know what I was touching there. I'm like, why is this? I almost got in a fist fight over the weekend. Somebody put his arm on me. What? Like somebody grabbed my elbow. I got you. Um, by the way, a lot worse than me has touched your foot. Uh, <laughs> just an asshole. I I definitely um this has been a theme throughout the podcast. I it's I always want to talk about different things because you want to recreate. You know the goal is to just have bar talk and 
and what's nice about that is you talk about deep shit with your friends at a bar. You could talk about whatever. Oh yeah. But this has definitely been an ongoing theme, as James could attest to, yeah. is the fact that the problems with society and social media tying into it, whether it's takedown culture, because it's people behind a computer who can't mm-hmm. wait to be the first. They want to be the first to say, you're canceled, you're done, who are we boycotting, who are we over with, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, and then, those people aren't doing shit with their lives, no, by not. the way. I, I always say there's the doers and the talkers, and you always notice, if you go on Facebook, with whatever is your circle of friends in Facebook, the people who are always the first to comment on everything, there's something wrong there. They got the least to do. There's something wrong there. Um, I definitely believe that. And you're right, there's social media does a bad thing where it makes you compare yourself to other people. You want the likes. Facebook is evil in the sense that it has this algorithm. I've learned to accept social media because it's not going anywhere, so it doesn't bother me. Excuse me. It doesn't bother me anymore. Nice push. It's always nice yeah. to push it into the mic, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't bother me anymore. James and I are trash. We're both like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a good one, man. That's, that's good audio right there, kid. Good content. And he has a drop. Letter. And once you've accepted what it is, it doesn't. It definitely takes the stress off of it. I don't get stressed about it anymore. Uh, I do think it sucks because when James earlier said, hey, what should I write for the post? Because he knows I read into the algorithm. I read into the algorithm because I work hard on things like this podcast and it's something I love. So I definitely want to get it out there because I enjoy doing it and with comedy. So I, I and I, you make a post. Hey, come to High Dive this Thursday night, which is a great show that Chelsea runs on Thursdays. Stamp Stamp's also great. James, they have competing shows, I guess. Not My really. show's better than James's. It's fine. Okay. Rising tide lifts all boats, everyone. Let's, let's all have them all do well. Didn't you leave that shit? Anyway. Yeah, basically. It's sabbatical. It's sabbatical. Two months sabbatical. Okay. So wow. you'll say, come to this show, but if you share a link, no one's going to see it. You'll get two or three likes. It'll get oh, buried. It's it's impossible. This yeah. dude, this dude, uh, my, my friend Matt uh, Tapia. Sorry, Matt, if I'm pronouncing your last name wrong. I feel like Dick Tapia or Tapia. Great dude. Uh, he uh, wrote Great this. Great dude. Don't know his name. Love him so much. Well, I've never, I've only, here's the thing. <laughs> I know his last name just because we're social media friends. Like when I met him in person, it's, hi, I'm Matt. He didn't say his last name. So some people, you don't know their last name unless you hear it phonetically. <laughs> Listen, Hood and Web, things Joe, are great for you two. Joe is so upset right now, y'all. Like, no, I'm mixed. I feel like he's a dick. making a face that's just—he's like, no, I do like him. I do. You made and me feel does, like I do. I just like, don't know great. how to pronounce his Joe's last name. Joe's a great boy. It's, he's I think doing it's, great. It's Tapia or Tapia. No, it's you Tapia. You could have googled it's, it. I can't, no, I have to Google the pronunciation. I know how to spell it. I just don't know how to uh, oh, pronounce it. T A P I A. Yeah. Okay, we did it. There you go. Anyway, he wrote an article about. My lead up to my album recording, which again, thanks to everyone. Thanks to James. Thanks to Chelsea for opening. Everyone who bought tickets, it went great. We did two shows. There was a couple little hiccups. The one, they, they shut up during my set. Second show, there was like an ice CO2 machine going an off, ice machine. And a CO2. An alarm went off at one point, but overall, it was an amazing audience. I think, um, I think we, we got the goods. In oh, there. yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty great. So oh, thanks yeah. for everyone that. I'm, I'm glad it's over. Now I got to get to work on some more new stuff. Um, he shared the the link, you know. Hey, everyone, check out this article again. And I sent him a private message going, people aren't going to see it when you do it that way. You got to post a picture and then have the link in the picture or post it and then say link in the comments because that's what Facebook does because they don't want anything taking people away from Facebook. If you share a link, they, remember it used to be you'd share a YouTube link. Now it's like, no, you got to upload the video directly to Facebook. That's the move now if you want to share a video. People upload it right to it because if you just say, here's the YouTube link to my latest set, they're People monsters. Won't see they're it. billionaires, and they, and they're they don't want yes monsters. That's where like I'm torn on my views on capitalism because sometimes I see that shit and I go, "Who's that making better? Who's that? Who's that helping? Who's that helping in society besides making people richer?" I saw someone who I know like is one of those dudes. That's if like, we were Fuck rich, libs. we would be such fucking assholes, though. Probably. If we were rich, I, uh, we'd be assholes. 
Well, you guys speak for yourself. Clark Jones uh, was on the podcast and he talked bitch, about that it. That wasn't your money. That was your daddy's. The, I learned from the best, though. So. so you got a good upbringing, man, which is great. Yeah. So I, uh, I remember um, so, no, someone today, and it's a dude I, I love, but I, I've heard him be like, fucking liberals, what's wrong with America? He made a post going, why is it every grocery store only has like one or two cashiers open? And someone commented, hey, because they want you to use the self-checkout so they could eventually fire the other two cashiers because that way everyone is just, that way they're all self-checkouts. That's going to slowly happen. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, well, like, yeah, because again, where's the benefit in that? You know, like, you, you, that's where socialism, you're going to need some socialism there's, people there because things, capitalism made itself so efficient that people are getting fired from yeah. shit and there's going to be no more industries. Automation is, is coming very fast and very hard. Yeah. And uh, some McDonald's asshole. is already like half kiosks now. It's well, half I like kiosks, the people who yeah, go, well, that's sure. what they get for wanting 15 bucks an hour. They're going to replace by kiosks. Well, those like, people are assholes. There are assholes, but also grocery stores, dickhead, have been doing it for 12 years, sure. way before the fight for $15 right. an hour came about. But at have least grocery stores have more jobs than just cash. They do. Right? And I love grocery stores, actually, because they always hand, they always hire uh, mentally disabled people. Yes. And co- grocery stores are one of the, yeah. you got to our community. Love a, love grocery a stores have a good sense of community. They got a bulletin board yeah. and stuff going on. Love a guy that cares where my eggs hit my bag. Yes. You know no, I mean? grocery stores yeah. are still great. Love it. Grocery stores are still great, but they are slowly because their corporations are trying to figure that shit out. Sure. Now, I would be I would be supportive Ugh. of a capitalism system if there was no such thing as corporations. What's your What's your opinion on UBI? Uh, universal Basic Income. Yeah. Everyone wondering what that abbreviation is. I mean, it works in some places. Alaska basically already does it. They, do they really? Yeah. What do they do? They're just a huge tax break to live there because they want people to live there. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Because otherwise, why the fuck would you live in Alaska? It's like Texas. No, I'm kidding. Stadium. By the way, we got Alaska listeners, uh, listeners, and I got family in Alaska. One of my best friends lives in Alaska. And he's going to be there next month. Oh, yeah. No, that's <laughs> great. No, it's great. It's just the, the government does give them like a tax break or a huge thing. The well, state yeah, and they should. They're like an island, it's, essentially. It's yeah. a gorgeous state. My grandmother's favorite vacation she ever been Dude, in her life. And she's been in a lot of places. They yes. get all the crap. An Alaskan cruise. She went on an Alaskan cruise and was just like, that is the most beautiful state in the summer. I think in the winter, you're a little bit like, you know. California's probably the most beautiful yeah, state well, overall. Yeah, well, that was negative 20 time, here. Alaska has 34 volcanoes. Alaska has yeah. everything. Alaska has more volcanoes than any other state. Isn't that weird? Does it really? Don't Yo, go your spectrum showing while you're rattling off all these Alaska facts. My spectrum showing? <laughs> <laughs> that seems like it's mean towards a certain group of people. That I'm, uh, no, I mean, I, I'm on it, so I get to... I used to I, no, I used to be obsessed with geography and all that kind of stuff. I was. I, re- I read all sorts of fun geography this, What facts. did you talk about this shit? You, you got like mad facts. I got tons. Of, I used to run a trivia night. I used to run a couple of trivia nights. So Dude, I, I know all, all sorts of that stuff. I'm really it's into all it. coming out. I, think I used to be a political news junkie <laughs> it's too. It's all coming out. I used to be a political news junkie too. You think I'm on the spectrum? Maybe I am. Who knows? Dude, yeah. Well, I, I, think don't every, I, think, I, I think that every comedian's on the spectrum. I do not rule anything I think out. there's like a weird, uh, it takes a weird thing to just want to observe the world and then make it funny. Can I tell you what I want to do with my comedy going forward? How long have we been going, man? We've been going a while. Uh, huh? Two hours? hours and four seconds. Two hours and four seconds. We'll wrap Let's it up. Let's keep going. We're wrapping up. I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. We've got to cut out James those. Is gonna we'll edit bowl. that awkward bullshit early on. Oh, uh, anyone chiming in on Facebook? People just t- calling me an asshole uh, probably? Chad McDaniel is... I oh, love Chad. A, Chad's the man. Chad McD, what's up, Chad, Chad McD has been pretty quiet. He's a good dude. Uh, you would love sleeping. Chad James because yeah. he's a big wrestling fan like you. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm okay. I don't need people chiming in. I just, you know, you're curious. Um with comedy, you're talking about like every comedian being on the spectrum and all that kind of stuff. One of the things I want to... I don't like the idea that every comedian is a broken piece of shit. I don't like the idea that... I remember talking to some people and they're like, man, I, I, kudos to you for trying to make that family life work because I feel like every time I know a comedian who ends up having kids, they end up either um, getting a divorce or quitting comedy. I had this last week. Somebody and I goes, refuse to believe that that's the, that what A guy you, you on know. a date was like, don't all comedians hate themselves? Yeah. 
I don't like that. And I was like, uh, yes, but you don't get to say it. But here's my thing. <laughs> here's my thing. I think that that like, I don't think that it should be shit on as much as it is. Right. Cause like, I think that we did at some point. Sure. I think there was like a path, right? Where like those people, I think the comedians are the people that hated themselves so much and thought like, mm, I don't really like feeling this way. I want, I don't want other people to feel this way. I think it'd be cool if I could find a way to observe the world in a way that acknowledges this like sort of compartmentalism and like just creates these like broad stroking visual like visualiz- visualiz- visualizations. <laughs> Why was that so hard? Um, it's a tough ones. Four syllables. It's, yeah, it's the Z and the S's that really bring up my fucking dyslexia. Um, but that like that is it, right? Like it's like maybe I did hate myself at a point, but the the idea that we're all just like these broken, shattered people that can't function. Like, no, I think that you're projecting on the fact that I tap into some of your brokenness. Could be. Yeah, definitely. I think there's something to that. I, like, I just think you I think you hit the nail on the head with that. Uh, the idea that we're very good at reflecting what's going on in society. Oh, the right? observational and we try to make quality people feel good is about massive. It. That's why one of the things I remember reading about Robin Williams mm. after he died was that um, he never wanted people to feel the way he felt. So that's why he always felt he needed to be on. That's why he would go out of his way for people. One of the last things Robin Williams did about 10 minutes before he killed himself was send a video to a sick girl who was reaching out to him. Like a girl that was like really like dying in the hospital. Yeah. yeah, you could look that up. And then he killed himself like 15 minutes after he did that. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird because one of the things... He's, he's, about, he's why I do stand-up. I loved him. Yeah, he was great. One of the things people say about um, people who are going to kill themselves is that they go, it's so weird they were in such a good mood the last few weeks. That's common because they already made up their mind they're going to kill themselves. Right. So the last few weeks, they're very happy because they're like, oh, I made a decision. And then they're just waiting for the time to My come. My relief. Yeah. Yeah, this pain is going to go away. My relief is coming. Yeah. Uh-huh. I made the date coming up in two weeks. And so when they run, when I picked people, the time. people are yeah. running into them, they're like, man, I saw, you know, he was in a great mood. I don't understand what happened. I can't, I'm shocked. He was so bubbly and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, because they already, they already, they already it's resolved. That. Yeah. Which is, yeah. which is sad because then people are like, Finally, I'd known. I just didn't know, and and then they and then it really affects yeah. The but it's a them. fucking seven years you ignored him before that motherfucker. I know. I I, I always go w- weird with suicide because I'm such a huge Kurt Cobain fan that maybe sometimes I apologize for a little bit. I hear people say like, "Oh, it's such a selfish act," and I go, "Is it though?" Because these people were in such grave pain that they thought the only way out was to end their life. And then people will say, yeah, it's selfish because they didn't think about the people around them. I go, well, how about the people around them are being selfish because they wanted a miserable person to keep suffering? You know? It's, it's a That's why I used to it's think. It's a double-edged sword. I know. Now, yeah, now. Carefully, Kevorkian. I know, right? I said, that's what I used to think. Uh, now I'm like, I, now I think, yeah, life is, you know, that's some corny. Choose life. I know it sounds cliched and corny, but no, I definitely think. I think life is what you make of it. I think it's like you have the power it's just to. It's a double-edged really sword, right? Like it's like you, you, it, you, you know? can get help. You can get help, but like I think also uh, there's a lot of people that are anti-prescription drug. There's a lot of people that yeah, don't get rid of the in, stigma. So comedians are great right, because like, we're trying to get rid of the stigma. I think around that's all this the stuff. most important thing. Is like we're finally. You want to talk about change in this country? I'm gonna throw a call back to the race shit. I'm gonna talk about like mental health is finally on the table, which is great. Yeah, it hasn't been. I know. I Forever. Know. I mean, I yeah, know. it took Bourdain. It took Robin Williams. It took Kate Spade. It's finally taking yeah, these people that are that are perceived 
as having everything that are perceived as super successful, right? And now we're saying like they still weren't happy. Yeah. Okay, why weren't the time, they happy? Yeah. What do they need? What do we need to give them? What do we need to give people who are sick? What do those people whose mental health is in fucking turmoil, what do they need? And when I had those thoughts, I wasn't in a good headspace. But since I'm in a great headspace, I've been in a great headspace the last, you know, going on two years plus, it's, um, you definitely look at things differently where you're like, no, like life, like, I think life's amazing. I think it's awesome. You yeah, but when you're in that fucking yeah, so, Because you never think you're going to get out of it and you think, well, who gives a shit? At mm-hmm. the, it's, it really, honestly, it's easy to love life. It's easy to hate, easier to hate it, you know? I, I I do think it could be easy. It really depends on how you wake up, and that's why I we me and James and, and people are like, put the phone away, do this when you're in a bad when you're in a funk. You could you could really get yourself out of it. Exercise, eat better, all those other kind of stuff, and share that information help, with people. Man. There's an abundance out there. So when you oh. meet, when you meet people who like find these little nuggets of ways to be happy and they well, kill themselves, you, fuck you. The like f- the food and the and the exercise like. I lost my dad. It was gut-wrenching. I moved home from a city that I was like, I'm never leaving this city. I'm here to make my dreams happen. And then to come home to Chicago and like losing someone that had no choice in in going, right? Like that's a real thing that happens. And then you're like, okay, let me evaluate my life. Because I've been in the pity party of one for a long time. And then you're like, maybe I should get my fucking ass out of bed. And I should hit a yoga mat, hit a treadmill. Like it, your your workout doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be intense. Like maybe your thing is meditation. That's the things everybody's like. Oh, wellness. You got to work out. It's like maybe you need to just sit and read a book for an hour before you go to work, so that you can like feel like you're not just trudging through this fucking weird like foxhole of shitty corporate nonsense. You know like, how people uh, give a hard time to people who like post when they're working out and all that other kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm, I no longer think that way. I think I I see those people post, post those. Whatever I you go, want. yeah, do yeah, it, do it. No, I if got a buddy of mine. I'll give him a shout it. out right now. My buddy Mike Riccio. He's got like a David Goggins body. He's like an eight pack. He's ripped out of his mind. Do you want to give he's me his married, number? He's married. He's married. Come on now. Uh, beautiful family. Did you see Another that he knew that I was going to yes, ask? Like, oh, yeah. uh, I know. I know where your head was at. That dude though will post clips of himself at freaking 5.45 in the morning. Like doing box like, jumps Not even shit. clips of himself, just clips of being at the gym. It's not like, you know. Yeah. And, and I know he's kind of doing it to motivate. And he'll, he'll say like, look, there's start now. You don't need to be, I'm going to start this January 1st. It's like, start right now. You can or just you could do like it just, tomorrow. The idea yeah. that you're in complete control. Are you looking at my friend? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I don't know if he's on Facebook. He's on Instagram. I mean, he, he's on both. He's gonna be posting shit on. Yeah, if he's posting, I have to give you the name for you to look at. You said it. I'll show it afterwards. We don't have time for this right now on the podcast. Come on, you you talk. I I will. He's a good-looking guy. All right. Um. Anyway, though, lastly, let's just end it on this because we got everyone. Be be, love life and don't be racist and um, and if you're and don't rape women, don't rape women. Those are the three. And and, and lighten the fuck up if you're you know looking for things to be hate every goddamn morning. If you could drink, I'm talking about get drunk, slashed. Mm fucking off wow, off the shank yeah you know like just mm-hmm. just waste it right with anyone in history whether they're alive or dead has to be famous though 
Because I'm, mm-hmm. you know, you could. I'm sure. Because you, you know, I was going to say my dad. Of course, I knew that. <laughs> which I don't. Which that's a sweet answer. It's a sweet answer. You no, know what I'm I mean? a famous person. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, would, I could choose a dead loved one too, and everyone should choose a dead loved one because fuck celebrity and fame. But it's more fun for the question. Who would it be? Maybe I should start the podcast with this question going forward. I think I want to do this question every podcast because it's always. Can I pick one man and one woman? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Because uh, it would for sure be Gilda Radner. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Because I, I just that. have like a lot of follow-up questions about what it was like starting SNL and like what that vibe was. Yeah. But then it would also be Shakespeare. Shakespeare, really? Yeah. All right. Um, Why? Because what, what, what would you talk about? Sonnet 113. Which sonnet is that? Uh, since I left you, mine eyes are in my mind, and that which governs me about doth part its function and is partly blind, et cetera, et cetera. That... You don't have it memorized? It's only 14 lines, aren't they? I have the rest of it. Is that yeah. right? It's not 14 lines. Am I right on that? I think it's 14. I don't know. 16, I think. 16? Um, All right. I think it's 14 and then a rhyming couplet at the there end. There you go. Okay. But, uh, but the, I remember very the way well. that... the it's way 14. That, 14. Fuck yeah. Thank yeah. you. Sorry. 12 and a couplet? No, I got it. I said 14. Uh, Chelsea said 16. Lines and any number of formal rhyme schemes. So I, I was okay. right. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. But you know that you actually know no, it. I don't know. All right, you nerds. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, I won't nerd out on, on iambic pentameter on your <laughs> podcast, but uh, but no, like I just think that that was a and there's a lot of like the, there's a lot of like he didn't write it and this that the other, but like um, that like Shakespeare's ability, a good one, that ability to communicate tragedy and comedy and love and loss and to make it. So fucking wide reaching. What beverage are you drinking with them? I I would probably some weird unfiltered ale, right? I mean I'm not gonna try to like introduce it to you to an IPA. He would fucking blow his mind. He'd be like, What's this overrated shit? No, something in a people, sterling people like something in like a pewter mug. That's what they like yeah. two thousand years from now? Brutal. Yeah, but Not like I mean, I just I think that was he like, alive? Why did I make him? I made him Jesus. <laughs> Shakespeare yeah. was alive two thousand years ago. I think that I think like Shakespeare because like that like the that idea as a comedian where you are like so fucking undeniably relatable. Yeah, here's a dude whose shit was written <laughs> seven hundred years ago. I mean, fourteen hundreds, but like yeah. so long still, ago and still so prevalent. That's crazy that people are like. I'm going to make a Heath Ledger movie out of this with That's Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. Like, Because when you really think about it, the, who, was the, who was the Brad Pitt of the 1930s? People don't even watch that guy's movies anymore. Cary Grant? Say, you say, Cary Goop, say yeah, like uh, Gary Cooper or Cary Grant yeah. or someone like that. Cagney. Obviously, obviously there was yeah. big names back then that we still know their name now. Yep. But you're not going to... You're not gonna see one of those movies on FX at three in the afternoon. You'll see right it on now. TCM. Yeah, that's true. But you're, not, but you're not watching TCM. But my point no, was that yeah. eventually, are you at my mom's house? Eventually, yeah, right. people get forgotten. Yeah. The number of people that like stand the test of time who were around a thousand years a thousand, ago. That's what I'm saying. It's such a small number. It's so a small to, number. To drink with one of those is pretty smart. So it's a good choice. Who I'm not would gonna. You drink with? I'm gonna give. I like the male female. I'm gonna give the female, and then we'll end it, and then the male I'll save because I'm gonna be. I'm gonna change my not change it, but I'll add. Here's another person I'd like to because I'm I'm here yeah, every week. I like it's my it. podcast. I can't yeah. can't shoot my load all in one go. I gotta pace myself. All right, listen. A woman. I don't know. You guys could like come a little and then stop. That's crazy. <laughs> 
<laughs> we can't. I've been um, lied to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just that good that it just it all comes yeah. out. No. Uh, yeah, thank you. Oh my God, see? stop it. Look, I'm showing you. I'm showing you hot black guys, and well, James. Hey, give did me that a hot black dude with an eight pack, and also tell me that I'm good at making dudes come. I'll come back every week. There you go. All right, beautiful. <laughs> so I would choose Helena Troy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they she started a war. So many ships. Watch the shit, right? Thousand of them. Also, I think to myself, I'm going to get hammered drunk. I, I wanted to be with someone who's so hot that I, I could later be Do like I my wife. Like I'm like, she started wars. Could you blame me for like, you know, oh yeah, well, kissing yeah, some boob or yeah. whatever I did? I don't know. I'm kidding. I'm not going to cheat. You would definitely fuck her. I think she I'd be allowed to. A thousand ships. She lost, like, like you know what I mean? I feel like I feel like if I got drunk one night, where I was allowed to get drunk with any celebrity, and it was Helena Troy, who's talked about being like the most beautiful woman of all time. And I came I back to my wife, and I'm like, nah, she was crazy, by the way. By the way, all women should lead. Yeah, she was evil as fuck. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> no, I laugh when everyone's like, we need more female leaders. I'm like, well, the ones we've had have been terrible. Thatcher sucked. Queen Victoria, yeah. huge cunt. All right, anyway. Um, I'm saying nothing. Don't say, well, it's a joke, obviously, too. Uh-huh. That's why I'm saying nothing. <laughs> I, uh, I think my wife would be like, wait, you fucking... You, you you downed a bottle of Jameson with Helena Troy and Hell yeah. coming back to me. What are you a pussy? I didn't, uh, I didn't marry a, such a soft guy. Come on, man. <laughs> Babe, I have only launched three ships. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you're back. Yeah, that'd be bad. All right. Well, you know what, Chelsea? Where could they find you? You don't have. A, what's your dude? Uh, you, do I want to give a dude one way too? Uh, yeah, sure. I thought I'd just give I a do. female. Do yeah. Do we, we do two and two. All right. All right. Well, should I go deep into history? I'll do a modern. Modern guy. I'd like to get hammered with. I don't know if I'm doing a modern because that's like believable. I could do that. So what? Let me hear it. Um, what do I want to get drunk yeah, with? Put it out right there now. Maybe he'll hear it. Uh, I will. Uh, the Cubs. Uh, Cubs president Theo Epstein. Oh, that's easy. Oh, hell you. yeah. I, I've I've been within him. I've been within him. I've been within ten Whoa! feet of him. I meant to say within ten I've feet of him. I've also been inside of him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, 2016 wasn't an accident. It was actually in no, a Red Sox um, situation, but yeah. I don't think David Goggins drinks, but I would like to. No, that dude's pretty inspiring. Um, who's who's someone that I really? I would like? actually love to watch you sit down with Epstein. Oh, Liam Gallagher, lead singer Oasis, seems like he'd be really fun to party with. Still. Yes, yeah, still. Because he hasn't changed. You think Liam's still got it? Uh, yeah, I do. I think he's still... I mean, obviously, his vocal range isn't what it was when he was 22. No, it's not. No, I mean, nobody's is, though. Yeah. That's what's always so sad about people when they age. Like, no, Mariah Carey was... Uh, <laughs> right, we saw the same... Per- it happens with every singer, though. Every singer. I don't know. Ozzy held it together for a while. Did he ever yeah, together in the first place? Yeah, when you scream yell, then you're yeah. fine. No, Ozzy's great. No, he's got great vocals, but that type of singing... You James know, Rich Kid upbringing is really showing right now. No, Ozzy, like, come on, man. Yeah, because you gotta be rich to like Ozzy Osbourne. Get out of here! Come on, I, I would not pay to see Ozzy Osbourne. I would go to a concert, sure, but like even uh, I saw him three years ago, live. Two years ago, he's great. No, the show was great. I'm sure he wasn't hitting every fucking note. Yeah, would you want him to? He nailed it. No, rock and roll ain't supposed to be pretty. Ozzy, yeah, we're pulling you for know you. How, you know how you keep your vocal range up by not raising your kids. That's yeah, that's what they all did. <laughs> that was yeah, fucking right? move. That was a good move on his end, right? And biting the heads off of bats. Or he has pneumonia in the hospital right now. He might die. Oh, I hope he doesn't because yeah. I don't want anyone to die. Yeah. But I'm going to go Liam Gallagher right now. I'm a big fan of his attitude. Um, he seems to have like a good... Like, World view. He's got a big... He's got a good... A nice combo of I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But also like we're all just here to have a good time. I came across this, this video recently that I'd shared a long time ago. It was called, uh, there's this show in Ireland called Hardy Bucks, and it's hilarious. And 
big fan of like all the I, I followed it when it was on, it was a YouTube series and then it became an actual series like on the you know it would be like a show starting on YouTube and then being on like NBC it was on RT which is like their like their NBC and uh, I remember they did like they do these like fun videos too on the side they did like Hardy Bucks Guide to St Patrick's Day where it showed them all like drinking and oh, like having Patrick's like a Day. Kill at like killer ass YouTube oh, series. Yeah, like, it was so much fun. And, so, their, yeah, and then yeah, they had, like yeah. little like you know side videos and stuff. Like they'd be like us, our, those guys at Christmas, and those guys on this date. And so the one was them on St. Patrick's Day. And this would be the, this is a good quote to end today's podcast. They talked to the one guy who's coincidentally now uh, last name is Kilgallen. Good dude. Huh. Probably some sort of Stop relation. It. I've actually corresponded with him through Facebook a few times. Like hey, congratulations and stuff like that on certain things. And he said, "Well, us Irish have an old saying." In the grand scheme of things, human beings, we're here for a nanosecond. When you think about like how much time, you're barely here, right? He goes, so us Irish believe you're not here for a long time. You're here for a good time. And I took a sip of the pint. And I'm like, you know what? Fucking love that shit. I love Cheers. that shit too. And that's Cheers. how we're going to end it up. This has been uh, for, for Chelsea Hood, by the way. Follow her on Twitter, at Chelsea Hood. Or is it mm-hmm. at, yeah, at Chelsea yep. Hood, right? Full name. Yep. Very smart. Um, be on the lookout for more stuff happening from um, a POC Network. Do you still have? Do you have that, is that the new tag on everything? Yeah, or people are you still, of comedy. People of comedy um, from James Webb. There's other great podcasts down here. You got to check them all out. I love them all. Um, Legal Aliens live buy, Wednesday. They're going live buy, on Wednesday. You got to be. Yeah. Uh, I'm going live in a couple weeks. At Joe's the new Bear fucking in album, man. Yeah. Well, when that Can't comes complain. out, yeah, you got to you got to check out That's Can't Complain. Move. That's why I named it Can't Complain. I'm trying to be more positive. It's so good. All right, cheers, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.